Hastings College football is on the air, and this is Countdown to Kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. They've been serving central Nebraska for over 50 years. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS in Sioux City at Elwood Olsen Stadium as the Broncos get set to take on the third-ranked team in the country this afternoon, the Morningside Mustangs, as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And, Coach, obviously a, a big challenge for us uh, here this afternoon. Morningside, obviously a, a very good football team, we'll say, today. Yeah, they definitely are. They're definitely the class of the G-Pack. Um, they have been for the past few years. Um, they just do a great job up there in all three phases, and the coaches do a great job. Really, the next couple of weeks going to be uh, tough for us. we got Morningside this week, and then we turn right around and play host to another good team in Northwestern next week. Yeah, you know, and that's why you play the games. You know, we started the season off against uh, what I thought was three pretty good, darn good uh, conference teams, and now these next two weeks we got two more, and you know, we got to look forward to it, and we are looking forward to it. Our guys are they're fired up. They got a little confidence, so we just got to keep rolling. You guys, uh, this week, talk about the, the practice this week. Were they excited about uh, seeing a team that was just number one in the nation a couple of weeks ago? You know, to be honest with you, we didn't even mention who we're playing. I mean, in today's society and age with all the social media and all that other stuff, they know who we're playing, you know, and uh, so we didn't even mention them. We just, we've just really hammered into our guys this year, worry about yourselves, because We've already played three ranked teams, you know, or excuse me, two two ranked teams, and and then another one that I think should be ranked as well in Concordia. So we, we're really focusing on ourselves, and we got to get better. Hastings picking up a much needed win last week as we uh, beat Briarcliff at home, forty four thirty one, and actually played uh, pretty well in that football game. Hey, did we keep you on your edge of the seat, uh, edge of the seat that whole game? I tell you what, but the kids did did that was a complete game, four full quarters. I thought the kids played hard, and it was a much needed win. I mean, that was a big win for us. A lot of momentum. We got momentum on our side now. We we talked before we went on. Actually played uh, pretty well in the second half of uh, the Dakota Wesleyan ball game. Now four good quarters here against the Briar Cliffs. So we're probably playing our best football we have all all year long. It's amazing what happens when you play four full good quarters in a game. But uh, you know, in the last two weeks the defense has scored. You saw the special team score last week against Briar Cliff. You saw. Uh, a national uh, record on the offense. Um, you know, we are clicking. We're, we just got to continue to keep that momentum, and that falls on us as coaches and the players as well. You had 567 yards of uh, offense in that ball game, including 410 through the air. Probably the most uh, satisfying thing last week against Briarcliff, we were able to rush the football, mm-hmm. something you've been hammering for uh, four, five, six weeks now, 157 yards on the ground last week. You know, and that's, that's what uh, – allowed us to be successful and be able to open up those passing lanes for Cruz and Austin and those guys. You know, they could try to commit eight, nine guys to the box and, and daring us to throw the ball and Cruz made quick, sharp decisions with that. But at the end of the day, to be quite honest with you, and we're glad that we got those yards. Darvante ran hard. Uh, Taj ran hard. Jake ran hard. But there were still too many times that we were getting hit in the backfield and against a team like we're playing today, we, we can't have that. we got to get forward momentum. You made a change in the offensive line right before uh, the ball game uh, last week. Is that because uh, we ran for 157 yards? Did he make that much of a difference just to moving a few guys around? I think it's a combination of, of a couple different things. Um, first off, uh, getting guys in maybe more of a natural position. You know, Sam Morris, for example, had been a tackle. Um, he's probably one of our most athletic offensive linemen. 
Coach Mo and Coach O uh, made the decision moving to center, um, and that helped us out a lot. You know, with the 40 front, we were able to get Farrell on the field a little bit, a freshman offensive lineman from Hawaii. That that put him in a position to be a little bit successful. Um, we also were able to move Dunham from the left side to the right side, and, and for some reason um, he felt a little bit more comfortable on that. And I think you're going to see a lot of that. A big move was Landon um, from center to guard. Lando, when we recruited him out of Millard North, we knew he was a great guard. I mean, he could, he's just so athletic. He can get up. He can get to the second level right now. That's his natural home. Um, but, again, I'm going to give a lot of credit to the kids buying into it and Coach Mo and Coach O um, selling to the guys the right way. Cruz Samaniego, our, our quarterback from San Diego, 18 out of 26 last week, three touchdowns, 410 yards passing, had a 99-yard touchdown pass to Austin Curley, which is a, a brand-new school record and ties an NAIA record, ties a GPAC record. He was the offensive player of the week last week in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and we still hopefully have four more years of him here. Oh, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, that, that kid, he's a special young man. You know, again, he don't get too uh, nervous about anything. He's got that <laughs> that confidence inside and outside. And, uh, you know, again, I think I want to give a lot of credit to, to those offensive coaches. You know, we're huddling now. We're not no huddle. And, and is with a freshman quarterback and some young guys playing some different positions, I think that's really allowed Cruz to, to calm down and relax a little bit, be able to look his guys in the eyes and do some things like that. But he, he's got the confidence. He gets rid of the ball quick, and he makes sharp decisions with him. We just got to make sure we put him in those position to be successful. That kind of slows down the game a little bit. Is that is that what we want to do? or? Well, I'm a defensive guy, so you know they could take 30 seconds for all I <laughs> when they're snapping the ball. But it does slow down the game a little bit, but that wasn't our thought process or the offensive thought process. It was to give those guys a time to, okay, that last play is over with, whether it was a big play or a bad play. Either way, it allows them to reload and rethink and regroup and go on to the next play. And against a team like today, a team that wants to, to pick up the pace a little bit, that might be all right to kind of slow things down and keep things on our side. Well, it kind of gives our guys the feeling and the confidence that we're controlling the tempo of the game. And when, when your players start feeling like they're controlling the tempo of the game instead of they're playing against the clock and playing against the opponent, then they start getting a little bit of confidence. But we still got to get positive yards and we got to keep this ball rolling. And yeah, we had time of possession in our favor, and we haven't done that for a while. In fact, it was a huge disparity last week, 35 minutes to 25 minutes uh, in time of possession last week. So we really haven't talked about that a whole lot, but that's back in the, the good old days of Hastings College. <laughs> we, we, we had a time of possession in the battle, and we usually won it. Man, I remember those days when I was on the other end of that thing, and I'm like, golly, we can't get these guys off the field. But uh, but what you saw is I think Coach Mo and Coach K have done a good job. We're not so much – now I'm going to say this, and we just – uh, tied a national record with a 99-yard touchdown pass, but we're not going as vertical as we have in the past. We're finding the hole in the curls and in, in the first level and the second level. That allows the chains to move a little bit. So it's Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon in Sioux City. We'll come back and talk about the opponents today as our Tony Harper pregame show continues after this. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Thank you. 
Back with the coach, it's Hastings and third ranked Morningside here this afternoon. I'll make a deal with you. We won't even talk about last year's ball game because it was not very good. I tell you what, you can talk about it all you want, and and I got answers for you, so we're ready to go with it. Hastings uh, losing to Morningside uh, last year. In fact, Morningside's really owned us for the past uh, several years. They've owned a lot of people. They're this kind of the Cadillac of the uh, the GPAC conference right now. You know, when when uh, they were right up there with Sioux Falls, when Sioux Falls was in the league and winning the conference, winning national championships, and they've just kind of re- replaced those guys when they took on. I mean, they were, they've always been a good football team. You know, Coach. Ryan's done a great job of building that program up. You know, they lost that program for a year. He comes in. They started it as a club. They took their lumps for a couple years, and then all of a sudden, bam, he did a good job of getting his type of guys in there. And, you know, and I think it's for a couple reasons. One, when they graduate a senior, they replace him with a junior that's been in the system for X amount of year. Um, They got a lot of continuity within their coaching staff. That's a big thing that a lot of people – you know, overlook is you don't want to be changing coaches every year or every other year. The guys understand what coaches expect. And so they've done a great job, and they're the one that's carrying the bail of the conference right now, and, and we got to make sure we do our part and get up there and, and compete. All right, they're, they're good on all sides of the ball. Let's start with their offense, uh, first of all. Their national type of rankings, as far as we're concerned, number three in the nation in scoring, number two in uh, total offense. They score a ton of points, Coach, 53.8 565 total yards. Their numbers almost they're gaudy when you take a look at those things. Starts up front, and I know you're a number guy, so I'm not even going to touch the numbers. Um, but it starts up front, and, and I'm pretty sure Coach Ryan is the O-line coach as well. Um, those guys, you know, it, it's kind of uh, when you're watching film on them and, and then you can tell a good program what they do. They do it together. They do it in unison. So with their inside-outside zone scheme, you never see a guard or a tackle off-step. It's always the same level, same depth, and they're always getting to the up to that next level as quick as possible. So it starts with those guys. they got a great tradition going on there. Then you go into their backfield. You know, Kasdorf is the best quarterback in the conference. I mean, he's he's the Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of California when he was coming out of high school. That kid, he's he's a different dimension. He can really spin it kind of like they, they're guys of old that they used to have back in the early 2000s and things. Then you look at their running back, Kavan. I know um, Uyghur's already moved on to the NFL, um, but – you know, Kavan, we recruited him out of Wahoo. He is a tough physical runner, tough physical football player, very good on his jump cuts and things like that. Then you go to their slots and their receivers. You know, a couple of years ago, they've had the National Player of the Year at wide receiver, and they're just long, they're tall, they go up and they get the football. They're very physical at blocking. Um, and what they do that's really good is they do a lot of motion and then shift, and so they make sure that you're checking and they kind of outflank you. Let's go back to uh, Kasdorf. He's a three-year started quarterback. Uh, kind of lit us up uh, uh, a season ago. What makes him so tough? Why is he uh, the best quarterback in the league? Well, you know, his his calmness in the pocket um, and talking to the coaches in the conference and obviously talking to coach during the offseason, um, he's got a lot of ability to check plays at the line of scrimmage. Um, he has that ability to do that. So if you're if you're if you're overloaded on one side, he's going to check it to the opposite side. And it's not a a run pass uh, check. It's a run pass run check. So they're going to find the bubble. They're going to hit the bubble in the run game. If you're not overhanging with their slots and different things like that, they're going to run the bubble screen and get you on their quick screen. So he's just mentally you know in tune with everything. And again, that's credit to the coaches. But also when you have older players playing. They understand what the coaches want, and, and he's really good at doing that. 
They don't have really a go-to receiver. They've got six or seven receivers they'll use uh, in the ball game today. They've got 19 guys that have actually uh, caught a pass on this uh, football team, but they don't really have a standout wide receiver like maybe they have in the past. No, but that makes them even more dangerous. You know, um, we'll talk a little bit about last year here in a little bit because we gave up way too many yards, way too many points on the defensive side of the football. Because I know you're, I know you're biting the jib on that one. So. Um, but, you know, they're a little bit different than what they were last year. They got two guys, uh, Connor Niles and Jason Vandercoy, who are not may, maybe necessarily their go-to guys. But if you focus on one, the other one's going to get you. They're very, very dangerous. And then you throw in Sam Atkins and Trey Russell. There are other guys that are in the slots and things like that. Um, a guy that kind of gets overlooked is uh, the Lindman kid. You know, they're going to put him at the hip and line him up at the tight end and shift him and bounce him and get mismatches. So they're really good at doing those things, and that's almost a da- more of a dangerous team than having a team, well, this guy's number one. We know we're going to throw to him. Well, when you got three or four guys, you can't go double up on somebody. It's going to be one-on-one, so you're going to see some man-to-man stuff from us today. Wagner's playing for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's probably uh, good news for us. He's not with Morningside anymore. You, you mentioned Cavan. Same type of runner that we saw last year? Oh, yeah, they're the same thing, you know, and I think both Kavan and Weger are still running from last year's game. I mean, I don't think we ever slowed them down one bit. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, the, the thing that we take away from last year's game, just to get this out, is we didn't feel like defensively this was the game that we made the change. After this game, we made the change to the 40 front. And, uh, you know, we feel like we didn't compete all four quarters, and that's solely on me as the coach, and, and, and I have to do a better job of, okay, guys, they're going to get their yards. They're going to get their points. I mean, they're the number two ranked team in the nation. Don't hang your head. You get an opportunity to go back out there until that whistle blows, so let's finish this game. And, and we, we talked a little bit about that this week. Let's talk about the, the morning side defense, uh, first of all. What do you see on that side of the ball? You know, they're a little bit different than they have been in the past. They're running some forty. Um, which kind of caught us off guard when we saw that. You know, going into this season, we thought we'd be the only team running a 4-2, but now all of a sudden we see three teams doing it. Why are teams uh, – go- we, we had our reasons to go to a four-man front. Why is everybody else going to a four? I think, I think what you're seeing within the GPAC, you know, when it used to be the NIAC in the good old days, it was power football. It was, you know, I'm going to line up in two tight or 21 personnel, and I'm going to pound you. You know, when you had the guys like Corey Bumgardner and those type of guys that would just run through 25 people to get to the end zone. Then there was kind of a slow transition when it became the G-Pack and we added some schools. It became more of a wide-open offense. You know, there was a great run of quarterbacks from all the way up north to all the way down here. You know, thinking about Casey Tramley, a guy that could do it with his arm and his leg and, and those type of guys. And I think what's kind of happened is now we've gone back to more of a power type of conference. We're running some inside-outside zone because as the season progresses, as the weather gets a little bit more nastier, and we saw it last year in a couple games, you have to be able to run the football. Um, and I think that's kind of why you've seen a little bit more of a 40 front. And to be honest with you as well, we're all kind of recruiting. We've all, you know, we're all going to recruit the Midwest, but we've kind of dipped into different parts of the country as well. And the reason we made the change from the 40 to the 30 when I first came here is we couldn't get eight defensive linemen. You know, but now if you broaden your recruiting base, you can go get those eight or nine D linemen that you need. And I think anytime you can play with a three tech and a wide nine or a wide five in a shade, that makes you better against the run. All right, go back to uh, the Northwestern defense. What do you see over there? You know, they're like I said, they're a little bit different. They're going to line up in that 40 front. They got four long, tall D linemen like they always have. The thing that I like in watching those guys is they do a great job of getting off the ball. I mean, they just go. I mean, they pin their ears back, and as Coach Al, our D-line coach, says, they just rage off the ball. I mean, they 
they get and they go. Um, they're really aggressive. You know, they can lock down. They're playing some man-to-man. They've never really played a lot of man-to-man. And they've always done it, you know, six, seven, eight snaps a game or something like that. But I think now they're doing that about each quarter. And they got the safeties in the corners that can run with it. Both those corners they got are very good man-to-man type of guys. Um, and then, obviously, their linebacker, Schluger. I mean, I don't know. You know, you see, you made this comment last week. Every week we've seen a guy that I think has played linebacker that I think is the best conference or the best linebacker in the conference. Seems like he's been here for five or six years. But there, he is very aggressive and he's very downhill. He he is the heartbeat of that. And then the, his partner that's playing by him, um, the Stoffering kid, he's he's big and physical as well. So it's it's a very good defense. And we're going to see uh, very good defenses the next two weeks with uh, Northwestern uh, maybe just as good uh, next week. So Hastings and Morningside here this afternoon from Elwood Olson Stadium. We're in Sioux City. We'll come back and check out and see what's in store for the Hastings College game plan as we continue the Tony Harper pregame show right after this. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. Back with the coach as we sneak closer to game time here today in Sioux City. Hastings getting set to take on Morningside. You, you kind of filtered in uh, what happened last year. Gave up a, a whole bunch of yards and a not a very good football game for us. Now the big thing is how do we stop this team this year? Do we have to win just every possession, take it small, and, and let the possessions take care of themselves and, and let the game take care of itself after that? Yeah, I think so. You know, we can't press the panic button. They're going to get theirs in offense and defense, and we just got to – and I know this is going to sound old school or coach speak or whatever, but when you're playing a team that's a caliber of Morningside, you ain't going to win that ball game on one play. So you got to have the mindset of – we, we're going to control the tempo. We're going to make our plays. And when we do make our plays, we're going to get excited. We're going to celebrate with our guys. Um, when they make their plays, we're not going to hang our heads like we did last year. And last year's game was solely on me. But I think our guys have done a great job of putting that out of their minds. And they understand that this is a great opportunity. And we're looking forward to it. One, one thing uh, I kind of caught your attention their, their defense with some man-on-man coverage on the outside, that's going to maybe open up a couple of things. If we can get deep against this team, make some great throws with Cruz out there, we might be able to beat this team uh, down the field. You know, and that's one thing. we got to stretch the field vertical. we got to be able to throw the football and complete the football um, so we can open up our run game so they can back off a little bit so they don't crowd that box with eight, nine guys in there. And that's kind of one of the things that the offensive coaches have been working on this week. But, you you know, you can throw the ball down the field, throw the ball down the field, throw the ball down the field. But if you ain't completing it, then they're just going to stay, you know, press and they're going to stay with that eight, nine guys in the box. So we uh, we worked on that a lot this week. You know, big thing is we're going to have to get off their press coverage. At different times throughout this part of the season, we've been pressed a little bit. And we had a struggle getting off of it. 
Um, so I know coaches have worked on that a lot over there. Um, but when we can't, when that ball's up, we got to want to go get it, you know, and we got to have that mindset that that's my ball, that's my toy, and I'm going to go get it. Yeah, if we don't have a good day throwing the football today, this could be a, a long afternoon because they're just going to crowd the box and we won't be able to run or throw, and that's not going to be good. Well, and, you know, that, that's part of football too. You know, when, when they have a great – Pass defense, we got to be able to run the football when they overcrowd the box. You know, we got to win, and here we go. We got to win the one on one battles. And at times, <clears throat> excuse me, we've been able to do that. At other times, we ain't been able to do that. We got to be able to get our backs involved in the pass game as, to, as well. And I think that will stress them a little bit. All right, so uh, he sings in Morningside. Other way around, let's uh, switch things around. How do, how do we stop this uh, Morningside offense today? Well, we ain't going to stop it. And I, and I flat out told the guys that. You ain't stopping it. I mean, it's the number one offense in the nation. What you can do, though, is you can frustrate it. You can play fast. If you can play faster than they're playing, then you're going to be able to cause some problems. When we went up there in uh, 2011, it was a great first half. I mean, I think it, we were down by three or four or something like that. Um, but that was because we just played fast. And you could look at it on the film, and maybe we were unsound at times. But, you know, if we can be able to get out there and, and get a guy in that backfield, the thing with Kasdorf that he does extremely well is he's never frustrated. He never gets flustered. So we got to pick and choose our times that we're going to bring pressure. We got to change up our coverages a little bit. But at the end of the day, we got to get our fit. We got to go. Yeah, he's probably seen everything, you know, all the junk defenses, everything else that everybody's going to be throwing at us. So he's not going to be caught off guard with anything, is he? No, especially, I mean, he's, like you said, this is his third year starting. He's a junior college guy. He played at another school as well. He's pretty much seen anything you can come up with. You know, we've, you know, in the past, we've, uh, we've ran a radar defense. We ran a two down defense, just like everybody else has tried to do against him. Plus they've been in the playoffs and everything. So nothing's going to really frustrate him, but we just got to make sure when we do those things that uh, we understand where our role is and where our fit is. There's going to be no one in the stadium other than the, the folks from Hastings. I think we have a, a shot at this. Maybe not even some people from Hastings. What makes you think that we can go up there and maybe upset this team today? Because our kids got confidence. I mean, it's going to take you know, it's going to take uh, a perfect executed football game to do that. We can't have any mental mistakes defensively, offensively, special teams wise. You know, and and to be honest with you, and I, and I don't know what you're going to say about this one, but we haven't talked any any game this week. Hey, win, 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 win. We talk about win the quarter, and that's what we got to do because there's four of them in this game. And last week we were able to win four quarters, I felt like. I thought our kids competed even when we were down. They didn't stress. They didn't, you know, oh, man, everything's going bad. It didn't phase them at all, and that's the mindset we got to have. You know, um, it, it, they're going to be jacked up. They're a great football team. It's their homecoming. We got we to gotta forget where we're at. We got to forget what names on the jerseys, and we just got to take care of ourselves. and And I love this team. This team, you know, they got the right mindset, and we're just going to go out there and we're going to play football. and We're going to have fun. Like you said, you got a bunch of uh, young kids on this football team. <laughs> they don't know about Morningside. They don't know about uh, the tradition, and they're one of the most successful NAIA teams around. They just know they they have a chance to play a football game on Saturday. You hit it right on the head, man. We still get to play. A football game and this is what the summer condition and this was what preseason camp was about this is listen to coach harper preach and yell at you and, and all that good stuff and and you know we get to take a trip where we left last night and the guys were able to hang out and and, and it's a neat atmosphere and uh, this is why you do it you know what happens today happens today but as long as these kids play hard they have fun and they play together i'm gonna enjoy today all right well you gotta play that near perfect football game uh 
here in this contest with Morningside. What's a near-perfect game for us? You know, I think mindset, to be quite honest with you, and I know you're going to want to talk about schemes here in a little bit, but I'm still going to go on this tangent. Uh, I think it's the mindset. I think it's not getting frustrated. I think it's the coaches, specifically me, staying calm on the sidelines and celebrating with the kids when they make good plays and coaching them up when they come off the field. The next thing is we got to communicate. We got to see what they're giving us offensively, defensively, and special teams. And the players have done a great job of that this season. Now, you're talking about schemes and everything like that. Um, offensively, we're going to have to set up the run game by throwing the football a little bit. We're going to have to find those holes in their man coverage and get off the press coverage. Got to be able to get positive yards. Can't be going backwards. I mean, that's common sense. Everybody says that. But we got to get four or five yard gains and some things like that just to kind of frustrate them and take them out of out of their thought process. Defensively, we got to fly around. We got to forget what the heck happened last year, and and we got to run our scheme and communicate and, and tackle. We've done a pretty good job of flying to the football, but it's got to be perfect today because these guys will break coverages. And then special teams wise, you know, to be honest with you, they haven't really had to punt. A lot because their offense is so good. Um, they really haven't had to kick off return a lot because they, <laughs> the other team don't score on them a whole lot. So when we have those opportunities, we got to take advantage of it. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. No, that it doesn't, doesn't, but we're looking forward to it. Anyway, this is not an easy team to, to really game plan against. Usually you guys uh, look for their weakness, exploit uh, their weaknesses, and, and put something together. They don't have many weaknesses, do they? No, they don't. I mean, when and I watched, they played the University of Wisconsin Whitewater, which is the Division Three national champion, twenty five times over. I think um, personally, I think they should have won that game, um, and it was thirty three thirty or something like that. They, this is a great football team. They're a top three team, and they were number one at one point in time in the season. So they really don't have any weaknesses. But if you if you hang around with them. You know, that's what we wanted to do. You know, I'm going to steal the old message that uh, Bethel said against us the first week of the season. Hang around, hang around, hang around like a bunch of gnats on a cool summer evening and just kind of pester them and bog them, come here, come there. Then who knows what's going to happen. You can keep me on the edge of my seats today, I'll guarantee you. Oh, well, well, yeah, that's our job, ain't it? (laughs) All right, good luck. Thank you. That's uh, Tony Harper, head coach for uh, Hastings College. Stick around. We'll check in with uh, Steve Ryan, the head coach at Morningside. He's up next on the scouting report. Then it's Hastings College football today. The Broncos and Morningside on 1230 KHIS. The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Glenwood Telephone. For all of your telephone, internet, cable, and security needs, remember Glenwood Telephone. Call 866-756-4746 or visit online at shopglenwood.net. Countdown to kickoff continues with the Scouting Report, coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report as we inch closer to game time on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. 
Good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report here today on 1230 KHAS as we get you sent for Hastings College and Morningside football as we spend a couple of minutes with Morningside head coach Steve Ryan and coach off to another great start to your season, 4-1 and overall, 3-0 uh, and in the conference. Talk about the season at this point. Well, I mean, um, it's kind of it's been a fun season so far. I mean, there's been a lot of things that have happened for us, and uh, um, part of it is just, just the games we've played. We've, we've played two pretty big games back-to-back. Had an opportunity to play Whitewater a couple weeks ago, um, and then last week against North Northwestern. So it's been a fun season so far. The guys have continued to get better. I think having some tough games early on has helped out with that. Yeah, the only hiccup this year was at 33-30, to lost to Wisconsin-Whitewater. Did you learn anything about your football team after suffering that loss? I think we did, and, and I think that's part of why we scheduled the game is an opportunity to play a really big game early in the year. In some, guy, some ways, we looked at it like, you know, like a basketball game. You know, Duke schedules Kentucky, realizing that you know, it doesn't affect whether or not they win the conference, and, and uh, it's an opportunity to play a big team early on. And, and that's kind of what we wanted. Obviously, we wanted to win the game, but being in some tough situations, having to make some decisions you know, as things went through, um, I think we learned a lot about our football team. Yeah, your, your team doesn't trail often here in the past uh, couple of years. And you trailed in that ball game, so, so you had to take something out of that game. We did. You know, it was, it was a it was a rainy game, and we had some some failures from the snap early on, and we were down ten nothing early, and you know, we ended up having the lead and gave up a touchdown. At, you know, with a minute and a half to go, so you know we learned that our guys could fight back, and you know how to deal with coming from behind, and you know how to deal with the weather a little bit, and so and who can play in big games and who struggles in big games. You come right back uh, last week, go on the road and play uh, one of your, your big rivals in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, going to Orange City and beat Northwestern 27-7. to Obviously played uh, well in that football game. You know, defensively, we, we, played, we played very well um, and kind of always felt that our defense was kind of in control of that game. You know, Northwestern's got an outstanding, you know, defensive football team. And, you know, I wish we would have done some things better, but ultimately we took care of the ball well. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, anytime you can go to Orange City and come away with a win, um, you know, you, you got to be pleased with that. So, you know, it's a rivalry game, and, and a lot of crazy things happen in a rivalry game, and this one was no different and uh, was, was very pleased with our guys and how they dealt with adversity and came away with the win. Coach, talk about your defense. You gave up only 37 rushing yards in that ball game on 30 attempts. I think you had three interceptions, four sacks, 13 first downs. Talk about your defense. Who are the, the defensive stars that kind of leading this team this year? Well, I think the main two guys in our defense that, you know, that really, you know, give us some support, you know, are, are Ethan Stoffer and Zach Slugger, are two inside linebackers. They were both first-team all-conference last year. They're, they're both three-year starters, and they're both big physical guys. And, and when you got two inside linebackers like that, you know, it, it makes things a lot, a lot easier. Um, you know, last year we – by the end of the year, we were starting four freshmen in the defensive secondary, and you know those guys have all kind of grown up a little bit. And so, um, you know, just in terms of a secondary that's that's gotten some experience, it's still young, but they've got some experience. That really has helped our, our defense improve this year. You talked about uh, your offense not doing everything you wanted to against Northwestern. Uh, what did they lack a little bit last week? Well, I think um, number one, I think it's a lot of it starts with North Northwestern. I, um, they're as good as a defensive team that we've played in recent years, and I, and I think that's a part of it. We struggled running the football, and and uh, and that's the f- first team that we've played in 
in recent memory that's been able to just kind of shut us down up front in terms of running the ball and, and making us do some different things. And, and so we just need to improve in terms of running the ball and, and kind of get, find our identity in that area. And this is an offense that's putting up uh, 53 points and some 565 yards per ball game uh, so far this season, all led by your quarterback, Ryan Kasdorf. Kind of talk about him. Well, Ryan's a three-year starter for us at quarterback. He's a fifth-year senior um, and really kind of gets things going for us. Uh, number one, he's a very smart football player. He's seen a lot of things and, and really responds well to some of the different looks he gets through the course of the game and and, uh, and can throw an accurate football. And, and we depend on him a lot. You know, I think one of the things that's a little bit different about us this year on offense is you know, in past years, we've always been able to kind of have a dynamic wide receiver. And I don't think we necessarily have that guy this year, but we've got a lot of, you know, nice receivers that can fulfill their roles well. And and uh, I think Ryan understands those guys and does a good job of getting the ball to the guy, the guy that needs to get the ball. Yeah, you got 16 guys, Coach, that have uh, caught at least one pass for uh, Morningside so far this year. So, uh I guess the stable is is pretty full as far as the wide receivers are concerned. It is. I mean, part of that is, you know, you get in, into games where you've pulled guys out at halftime, some different guys get a chance to play and and uh and do those things, but we we do you know, we 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 do play about, you know, six or seven wide receivers and all of them catch the ball well and we try to get the ball to all of them. You got a homecoming uh this week up there in uh Sioux City. How's your team to react to a week like this, uh homecoming activities and all kinds of stuff? I think most of the time, you know, homecoming, you know, our guys deal pretty good with it. Personally, I feel that homecoming in college is a little bit different than homecoming in high school, and and, uh, I usually don't concern myself so much with with homecoming. I feel there's other things that distract guys in college more in terms of, you know, I always concern myself with finals weeks and fall break and those kind of things. But uh, by and large, I think our guys have done well with homecoming. Okay, we'll take a break, come back and talk about Hastings College as we continue on the scouting reports right after this. Through Monday, Bruce Furniture invites you to discover a whole new world of comfort and savings. New sofas, power recliners, dining sets, bedrooms, mattresses, and floor coverings are on display at Bruce Furniture. Plus, through Columbus Day, there's store-wide savings and special financing available up to 24 months. Subject to credit approval, see store for details. But it ends Monday. Discover new ways to make your home more beautiful and relaxing from the floor on up. And get free delivery at Bruce Furniture. Carney, Holdridge, Alliance, and Hastings. Every style, every budget, just right for you. Back with Morningside head coach Steve Ryan. Hastings is getting set to take on the third-ranked team in the country here this afternoon in the Morningside Mustangs. Coach, last year we got together with uh, Hastings, and you guys had our way, uh, 76-14. to 14. You guys set an NAIA record in uh, total yards at 916. So you had it pretty well uh, go your way last year. We did. I mean, I think, you know, that, that game kind of started going, you know, very well for us uh, fairly early on. And, uh, um. And, I mean, it just was one of those those games that just kind of got going in that, in that direction. Talk about Hastings College. Uh, what have you seen out of them so far that, this year that impresses you? Well, number one, you know, I, I've always felt that, and I, and I believe it this year, they've got some really nice core group of receivers, and um, and they do a great job of getting the ball to those guys. They've got guys on offense that can make plays. You know, their tailback has got great speed, and uh, the, the, the quarterback, the, the freshman quarterback, moves very well in the pocket. And, and can run so on offense I think they've they've really got some weapons that they can go to and and when I watch their defense on film every week it seems like they're playing harder they're playing faster and they're playing better 
And uh, Tony must be doing a great job of getting those guys to improve week in and week out. Really, that's the key to the, the defensive side of things uh, in, in this conference is, is to play faster, isn't it? I think so. And, um, I, 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 you know, this, this, this is a defensive conference, you know, and, 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 and we see that when, when, we, when we have the opportunities to go in the playoffs, you know, when we played Whitewater, you know, we don't see teams that are necessarily better defensively than the teams we see in our conference. And, you know, um, if, if you want to have success in this conference, you've got to play great defense. Coach, uh, do you guys just worry about yourself in these type of games where you're heavily favored and just worry about yourself and getting better each and every week? You know, it really is, you know, you know it is kind of like Coach Speak. You talk about focus on yourself and improve and do those things. By and large, it really is what we try to talk to our guys about on a week-to-week basis of, you know, uh, you've got to improve as a football team every day in practice, you know, every every week in terms of going out. Sooner or later, somebody's going to get you beat. And, uh, um, and it's probably just my style as well of just getting the guys to focus on the process and improving as a football team on a week-to-week basis. Talk about uh, this ball game here this afternoon. What are a couple of things you absolutely have to get done to uh, coming out here with a win today? You know, in terms of of playing Hastings, number one, I think there's kind of two things. One is is just turnovers and taking care of the football, and and uh, it goes back to what I said about just in regards to defense and, and not allowing them to have short fields. And and I think uh, turnovers is always a critical part in in this game. The other thing is big plays. Um, I, I I've always felt that this team has, for Hastings has an ability to make big plays. We have the ability to make big plays, and, and it becomes very important uh, to find ways to create big plays for yourself and limit it, limit those for your opponent. Coach, you have one of the most successful programs in the NAIA. A lot of people around here say, how does Morningside do it year in and year out? Uh, what's the case? How, what's the magic formula up there? Well, I don't know if there's a magic formula. Um, I, I believe I've got two things going for me. One, I think I've got an outstanding group of assistant coaches and um they're, they're, they do a great job. They've been very loyal to me, and, and, uh, and some of them have been here for quite a while. And, uh, and that consistency, I think, helps a lot. Uh, number two, I've always thought our guys work hard. And uh, the majority of our players, if not all of them, are from Iowa and Nebraska. And, and uh, there's just something about the values that they come away with from, from their home and their high school coaches and, and who they are. They work hard for us. And uh, if you work hard, you continue to prove as a player, and when you're a junior, senior, you're you're awfully good. Okay, we expect a good one here this afternoon. Uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you. That's Steve Ryan, the head coach for the Morningside Mustangs. Stick around. Hastings College football is coming up next. Hastings and third-ranked Morningside today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 K-H-A-S. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. 
Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Hastings College Football is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. We're at Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City, Iowa here this afternoon as Hastings College has their biggest challenge of the season, getting set to take on the third-ranked team in the country, the Morningside Mustangs. I'm Mike Well. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in, a record of two wins and three losses overall. They are one and three in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, knocking out Briar Cliff last week at home by the score of 44-31. to Broncos had a good day on offense last week, going for 567 yards in that football game, 410 yards passing and 157 yards on the ground, their best day rushing the football for the 2015 season. But taking a step up in class here this afternoon as a Morningside, a team that was ranked number one a couple of weeks ago. They're ranked number three this week. Morningside, a record of four wins and one loss. They are 3-0 and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, picking up a big win last week over the Red Raiders of Northwestern in Orange City, the final score of 22-7. It'll be a great day weather-wise here in Sioux City. Not a cloud in the sky. We've got a mostly sunny sky beaming above uh, old, uh, Elwood Olsen Stadium here this afternoon in Sioux City. Temp is going to be at 70 degrees, and winds will be blowing out of the south at about 17 miles per hour. As uh, we get ready to go here, Jimmy, it's uh, all we got to do is mention Morningside and, and Hastings, and we know we're against a great opponent here this afternoon. Well, we absolutely are. We talked about it on the way up. There's not many times that a team and uh, even individuals get a chance to play against caliber competition like today. As we're going to see, this was a team that was formerly number one in the country in the NAIA. Then they played Wisconsin-Whitewater a few weeks ago. Got to watch that game on the uh, the Internet, and they nearly won that game against the Division Three, a step above of the NAIA and they've won several national championships over the past years but they played very well in the game and probably honestly should have won that ball game and upset Whitewater but uh, they did not they go through the season they really go unscathed they put up a lot of points on the board you look at the games early against Dort and against Nebraska Wesleyan this is a team that's uh, putting up more points like you like to say more than their basketball team they just have no fear they can score from anywhere on the field they're sound on defensive side of things they go into uh, Orange City, Iowa last week against a top-notch team in Northwestern, and they get out of there with a 27-7 win. And uh, now we, we find us here on homecoming Saturday in Sioux City, Iowa. But uh, you, you talk about where they all start, and I was very interesting to listen to your pregame show with Steve Ryan. This guy, kind of the house that Steve's built, he's uh, put this team together. This is Ryan's 14th season. We've been coming up here that many years because I can remember – coming up here with Paul Merkowitz some years ago, and uh, when they played club ball, we barely got out of here with a victory. But since then, they have been able to put together some tremendous seasons. Ryan's record, 124-36 and 36 for a 775 winning percentage. And he said it's all with the help of his uh, assistant coaches. But uh, Steve Ryan, a uh, football guru, and he's really built a dynasty here, one of the best NAIA teams in the country. Morningside has won the last 11 meetings with uh, Hastings College, including uh, last year's game 
We'll, we'll bring it up here right off of the bat, and then we'll, we'll put it to, to bed, so <laughs> okay. to speak. Uh, All right. Morningside beat Hastings last year 76-14. to 14. They set an NAIA national record that still stands, 916 total yards in that ball game uh, a year ago. They had a big, big day, 916 total yards. They had 520 yards uh, through the air, 396 yards on the ground. They absolutely pummeled us a year ago, and hopefully Hastings can put together a little bit better game plan here for the 2015 meeting. Well, they really did. I remember that game like it was just yesterday, and, uh, boy, we sat there just shaking our heads. We knew what a tall task it was to try to take this Morningside team down, but the quarterback, uh, Ryan Kasdorf, he is back again. He's a senior this year, and he's putting up some tremendous numbers. He's got some great receivers out there. One guy they do not have that uh, torched us and it was really a thorn in our side for four years was Devin Thomas. He is now on the coaching staff for Morningside, so they've got some new guys in there. They really spread the ball around. They've got three, four different guys that really catch the, the football a lot from Kasdorf. And then another guy we talked about, and uh, how can you forget Brandon Wager? He's now on the Carolina Panthers NFL 53-man roster and uh, was able to uh, score a 42-yard touchdown pass and catch against the Buffalo Bills in a preseason game. He is still on the roster. That's the kind of of talent that this football team has. They've got the potential to put a couple of guys in the NFL, and Wager is on the roster. He is gone, but uh, a guy that's going to fill his shoes, Tyler Cavan, a Nebraska boy, he's got 408 yards this season, six touchdowns, 81 per game. He is a talented back, a lot like Wager. But it all starts up front. The offensive line, very talented. You can go around wherever you want, defensive, offensive. These guys are talented. They are good, and that's why they are rated, and they've got all the numbers to go along with it. So it's Hastings in Morningside here this afternoon, one of several games in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The other games today, a big one down in Crete. It's the NAIA National Game of the Week as Dakota Westland is playing at Doan. The Tigers have inched their way up to eighth in the national polls this week. So Doan, those are the two undefeated teams left here in the conference. Doan, Dakota Westland, and Morningside still unscathed in the conference. You've got two of them meeting today down in Crete with Dakota Westland playing at Doan. Hastings has got this meeting here with the Morningside Mustangs. Nebraska Westland is at Concordia. Trinity Bible College is playing at Dort. All those games uh, are kicking off here at 1.30 or at 1 o'clock this afternoon. And the night game tonight as Midland playing here in Sioux City against the Chargers of Briar Cliff. So we're sneaking up on game time here today. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back and check the starting lineups as we continue with Bronco football on 1230 KHS. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back at Alfred Olson Stadium here in Sioux City this afternoon. Hastings College Football at 1230 KHAS. 
Our starting points are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. For Hastings College and offense today, Cruz Samaniego will get the start again at quarterback, six foot, 175-pound freshman out of San Diego. Glenn Wallace, the H-back today for Hastings at six foot, 165 pounds, a junior from Strasburg, Colorado. And Jake Fowler, the Adams Central product, will get the start at running back today. Fowler, five foot, 10, 185-pound junior out of Adams Central. Kaleo Buckman will start at tight end today for Hastings College, six foot, one, 205-pound senior. Out of Greenwood Village, Colorado, he'll be alternating with uh, Jacob Reynoso that's expected to see a lot of playing time at tight end today for Hastings. Austin Curley, the Z wide receiver, six foot, 280-pound senior out of Ron Rock, Texas. And the X wide receiver will be Jaden Sanchez, six foot, 375-pound freshman out of Naples, Florida. Noah House will not get the start. House was injured a couple of weeks ago, did not play last week against Briarcliff, but he's expected to see some uh, playing time here today. House, the uh, transfer from Nebraska Kearney, six foot four, two hundred and five pounds, and a junior up front for Hastings College in this ball game today. Sam Morris will be the center, six three, two sixty five, a sophomore out of North Platte. Mark Nellis will be your right guard, five ten, two seventy, a junior out of Millard West, and the left guard will be Landon Arnold, five foot eleven, two seventy five, a senior out of Millard North. Left tackle will be Stephen Dunham, six foot two, two sixty, a senior out of Oklahoma City. And getting the start at right tackle today will be Faroe Myloy, six foot one, two hundred eighty pound freshman out of Honolulu, Hawaii. Racing's College on defense here today. Your down lineman will be Tyler Mendenhall, six foot five, two hundred forty five pound junior out of Millard South. Justin Stagmeyer, six foot two, two forty, a sophomore out of Arapahoe. Leo Waiio will start at defensive tackle, six foot two, two hundred fifty pound junior out of Parker, Colorado. And Casey Malafua, six foot one, two sixty, a senior out of Lincoln North Star. The linebackers for Hastings today getting a start will be Nemanja Lazarevich, six foot two hundred forty pound junior out of Serbia. Kelly McBride at five ten, one ninety five, a junior out of Austin, Texas. Dustin Nolly, five eleven, one eighty, a freshman out of Bastrop, Texas. And the defensive secondary for Hastings, Alex Gilden, six foot two, one seventy five, a senior from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Noah McKeever, 5'11", 180, a junior out of Thurman, Iowa. Wesley Jardim, 5'10", 180, a sophomore out of Waco. And then Josh Johnson gets a start at right corner at 5'10", 165, a junior out of Mesquite, Texas. We'll come back and check the starters for Morningside right after this. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth in Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. Your starting lineups here for the Morningside Mustangs. At quarterback will be Ryan Kasdorf. He's a uh, fifth-year senior, a three-year starter here in Sioux City. Kasdorf is six foot two, 210-pound senior out of New Hall, California. You've got Tyler Cavan in the backfield. He's out of Western Nebraska. And also Kendall Lindemann. He's at six foot two, 220-pound senior out of Ethan, South Dakota. Your flanker is going to be Jason Vander Cooey. 
He's a six foot four, two hundred and five pound junior of Merrill, Iowa. The split end is going to be Connor Niles. He's a good one, six foot, one hundred and eighty five pound sophomore out of Sioux City. And the tight end will be Trey Russell, six foot three, two forty five, a junior out of Gretna, Nebraska. Then up front, Jackson Steinberg will be at center. Austin. And Finson will be your right guard. Joe Brummer will be the left guard. A right tackle will be Chad Waller. And Blake Frank will get to start at left tackle today for Morningside. For the Mustangs on defense, your down lineman will be Nate Sokornovich. He'll be uh, your defensive end. He's a junior out of Papillion. Sean Fitzgerald, a senior from Sergeant Bluff, Iowa, will be a down lineman. Austin Allen will be another down lineman, a junior out of Spencer, Iowa. And Tony Heimer will be a defensive end. He's at six foot four and six foot two and two hundred and forty pounds and a senior. Your linebackers are very good here for Morningside. Zach Schlanger, six foot two, two twenty-five, a senior. He's a first team on conference player from a season ago. In addition to Ethan Stoffron, he's another first team on conference player from last year at linebacker, six foot three, two thirty-five, and a senior out of Sibley, Iowa. The other linebacker is going to be Logan Rosenboom, a sophomore out of Hartley, Iowa. For the defensive backfield for Morningside, Christian Walker, also Chad Berg, Taylor James, and Derek Dyson. Your starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. So we're set to go for Hastings College football here this afternoon. The Broncos in their away white uniforms. They're in their white bonds, their white tops, their white football helmets here today. Morningside, dressed in their all crimson uniforms, their crimson pants, their crimson tops, and their crimson football helmets here this afternoon. It's it's homecoming here in Sioux City. I always enjoy coming up here because uh, they do an outstanding job up here. Great facilities. The people have been out tailgating for hours. And we talked to some people earlier today. They got here at 8 o'clock this morning for this 1.30 kickoff. There's people uh, tailgating up on the hill right above this uh, facility. There's people up there camping. This is just a, a great place to watch a college football game. It absolutely is. The, the atmosphere around here is electric, and why not? You've got a great football team. Why don't you get out and support it? The parents do a great job doing it, and the we get around all of them, and, and I tell you what, this is probably by far one of the best tailgating uh, schools in the GPAC conference. They've got one down here in the in the uh, parking lot just off to the side of the press box facilities, and yeah, you look on that berm, it's actually across the stadium, across the road, but it's a big hillside, and I mean, it is littered with hundreds of people up there with uh, awnings and sitting on tailgates and coolers and all kinds of refreshments and goodies going on up there, and Boy, what a beautiful day. You talked about it. Not a cloud in the sky. Just a light breeze. Going to be very warm in our uh, facility here. The sun beats right in through the windows. We are lucky to have a couple of them. We're able to open. But, boy, it, it's going to be a nice warm afternoon. We got the uh, coin toss. Hastings won the toss. They deferred, so they will kick the football off. It'll be Bockle that will get into the football, and uh, we're going to get to see this morning side offense that averages a lot of yards, over 560 a ball game. On the field right away. All right, here's the run-up and the boot. We got Connor Niles back deep and uh, Walker, Christian Walker. This is driven into the end zone. They're going to bring it out across the 5 to the 10 to the 15, 20, 25, 30, down the sideline, 35, 40. Look out, penalty flags down, 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown for Morningside. But I think this one is coming back. I think it is too, and thank goodness, because that would have been the second week, the opening kickoff. We give up for a touchdown. We did against Briar Cliff. 
we kicked to the leading kick returner in the league last week, and he torched us. And that one there would have been good for about 104 yards. He took it four yards deep in the end zone, brought it right in front of the Morningside bench, cut it to the middle of the field. But everybody's coming back, and uh, Morningside will be penalized. Thank goodness. Broncos, wow. Yeah, we donned you the first bullet again right off of the bats. So we got a penalty here on Morningside. This one is coming back. I really like to see that penalty flag go down well, as he was breaking yeah. into the open, and he was gonna he was gonna walk into the end zone. It didn't happen until about 50 yards downfield, right about midfield, and there was no complaint out of the uh, Morningside sidelines nor the coaching staff. They seen it happen, and they'll spot the football down at the. Well, the official still got it in his hand. He's standing right at the 40 yard line with the pig. We'll see where they uh, spot this football down. All right, so a penalty run out for the bat. They're going to put the football down at the 35-yard line, and that's where Morningside will start. They don't care. They can score from anywhere on the field here. <laughs> Hold but, your breath. Yeah, Ryan Kasdorf is the quarterback here for Morningside. A good one. He's thrown for about 1,318 yards already this season. He backs up. He wants to throw. He's going to air it out. The ball's going to be tipped and nearly intercepted. Trying to come across the middle there to uh, Connor Niles. That's his favorite target. Niles is the leading receiver on this team with 32 receptions. Hastings got their hands on him there in the defensive secondary and swatted that ball away, second down and 10. Well, and I think this is one Tony talked about it. You've got to win quarters. I think you got to just take it play by play. You cannot. You can ill afford to give up the big plays. They're going to score, but you just can't give up the big play today. Here's a running play now to Tyler Cavan. Gets outside of numbers. Look out down the sideline. 45-50, 45-40, 35-30, 25-20. Down the sideline he goes. He takes it the distance for a touchdown. 65 yards on the second play from the line of scrimmage. Tyler Cavan, the product out of Wahoo, Nebraska, gets the Morningside Mustangs on the scoreboard. Just that easy. Just a toss sweep to the right side. Again, we talked about the offensive line, how well they block, but their receivers have always been tremendous blockers, and they were able to seal the Bronco defense off. Cavan gets across the numbers, and he was untouched. 65 yards, second play of the game, and look out. Morningside's up and rolling early here. 14.32 left to go at 6-0. Brent Conquerin Bray is into the ball game now for Morningside to attempt the point after touchdown. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes through the uprights. It is good. So 28 seconds into the football game. Morningside is on the scoreboard. 14 minutes and 32 seconds to play in the first quarter. It's Morningside 7, Hastings College nothing. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. Well, last week we had a disaster right off the start of the, the ball game yesterday, uh, last week against the Briar Cliff, dropping uh, to a 12 to nothing deficit. And here at 28 seconds into the ball game, we're down 7-zip. Well, and this is not the start that uh, Hastings wanted to get off to. There's been too many times we have come up here and before we've even got our shoes laced up, we've been trailing by three to four touchdowns. I get that eerie feeling already with this uh, with this game, the way it started out. Talk about Morningside, how quick they can get on the board, and uh, they did. Just two plays into the game, and uh, Kavan takes it the distance. We'll see Knight 
And Gilden back deep. They'll stand about the five-yard line to receive this kickoff for Hastings' first possession. Cochran Bray will get into the football here from Morningside. Here comes the kick. They come down to Gilden at about the three-yard line. Back to the center of the field. He's at the 10-yard line of the 15 to the 20. He's out to the 24-yard line, and that's where Hastings College will start. First down and 10 on their own 24-yard line. Down there on special teams, making the stop is going to be Taylor James from Morningside. So Hastings will have the ball to 24. As Tony said, if if you give up a big play, give up a touchdown, don't don't get your dauber down. We've got to go out there and and attack and uh, win their possessions there. So Hastings has got to get something going here offensively against a very good defense from Morningside. It's Cruz Samaniego, the freshman out of San Diego, getting a start at quarterback today for Hastings. There's a running play. It's going to go to Darvante Knight, who's going to get the start for Hastings in replace of Jake Fowler. Darvante takes the ball straight up the pipe there out to about the 33-yard line. Give him nine yards in the play. Darvante Knight for Hastings College. He's the uh, senior out of Oklahoma City. Davante now over 200 yards for the season. He's at 49 carries and 205 yards for Hastings. Second down and a yard. Hastings with the ball on their own 33-yard line, moving from our right to our left here in this first quarter of play. There's a pass to uh, Knight. Knight stumbles forward and gets it back to the line of scrimmage. So a completed pass, no gain in the play there. He dumps it off there to Darvante Knight. So Knight involved in the both plays here to stop this football game. No gain in that last play, and Hastings now looking at third down and one. One thing we've talked about in the last couple of weeks is the offensive line has struggled all season long. Tony and the staff made a lot of changes last week. I liked what I seen. They've got to do a much better job here today. They've got to give Samaniego some time, and Hastings with a third and short call here. Samaniego hands the ball away to Darvante Knight, and we're going to see where they spot the football. He only needed about a half a yard. I think he got close to the 35-yard line. That should be enough for a first down. They're going to spot it at the 36, and that will certainly be enough for a first down. So Darvante Knight with the three plays here right off the bat. He gets the first down for Hastings, so the Broncos move the sticks. Yeah, the little guy getting a workout just uh, right off the right side. Picks up a couple of yards just out across the 35. First and 10 here, ball at the 36, just underway here in Sioux City. Simon Diego has got the ball. He backs up, surveys the field, cocks the arm. He's under pressure, and down he goes. The first sack of the ball game there by Morningside and busting through there was uh, the defensive end, Nate Serkonovich. He's a junior from uh, Papillion. He gets his second sack of the 2015 season. That's 11 sacks for this uh, Morningside defense. A big loss in a play all the way back to the 29-yard line, and now Hastings will be looking at second down and 17 yards to go. Hastings moving right to left here in this first quarter of play. The Mustangs have the lead over Hastings by a score of 7 to nothing. Cruz Samaniego wants to throw. He just tosses it to the right sideline. It's going to be caught and then dropped, and a penalty flag goes down. Trying to get the ball to uh, Jacob Reynoso right in front of the Bronco bench, and a penalty flag is down. Christian Walker, I think, is going to be guilty of pass interference here from Morningside. So now we're going to have a penalty flag down, and the officials will uh, talk things over. So Reynoso right down the right sideline, right in front of the uh, Hastings College bench, tries to make the play. But now what are they going to say? They're gonna, it's going to be a penalty on Morningside. So Hastings will have the ball up here at the 45-yard line. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell from Elwood Olson Stadium in Sioux City this afternoon. Hastings College football in 1230 KHIS. Just joining us, Morningside scores on their second play from the line of scrimmage on a 65-yard touchdown run by Tyler Cavan. They've got a lead over Hastings now 7 to nothing. 
having some problems spying the football here, guys. Let's go. We're at the 44-yard line now. They get the, same, uh, the chain set down on the far side. And Hastings is ready to run a play here. Cruz Samaniego has got wide receivers left and right. We got one running back in the backfield. That's going to be uh, Fowler who's into the ball game now. Play action pass. He wants to air it out down the right sideline. And the ball is going to be tipped and nearly intercepted. That was the same matchup with Renoso and Walker back there for uh, Hastings College and Morningside, respectively. Just kind of threw it up there, trying to get Renoso to go up over the top of Walker to grab it, but it falls incomplete. One thing that Cruz is not going to be able to do today, he's not going to be able to keep his hands on the football. He's going to have to deliver it quickly because right now they're putting stunts. They've uh, sent a blitz every play so far from one of the linebackers, and they're starting to get in there and trying to frustrate the freshman quarterback. All right, second down and 10 yards to go. The ball is at the 44-yard line. Simon Diego wants to throw again, dumps it away here. It's going to be caught by Jaden Sanchez. Sanchez grabs it to the 48-yard line of Morningside. That's a pickup from the 44 of Hastings to the 48-yard line of Morningside. Hastings now looking at a third down situation, third down and short. Hastings is number eight in the conference in third down conversions this year. They've connected on 24 of 76 this year for 31.6%. This is a big one right here. Third down and three yards to go from the Morningside, 49 officially. Three wide receivers to the right side, one wide receiver to the left. Cruz Samaniego wants to throw across the middle. It's going to be caught there for the first down. Across the 45, down to the 41-yard line. A pass there. Pass completion to Glenn Wallace. Jack that into the ball game there for Hastings was uh, Rashid Schamberger grabbing the ball. So Hastings getting some new faces into the ball game here early. Rashid Schamberger gets his 13th reception of the season. Hastings has got a first down. Down here at the Morningside 41-yard line. Here's Cruz Samaniego waiting for the snap here. Hastings is going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Fowler with the ball. Fowler gets it to about the 41, where he's uh, chopped down right there. Chad Berg coming up to make the stop for Morningside. He's the safety. Nine foot, 990-pound sophomore from Baldwin City, Kansas. No gain in the play. Second down and 10 for the Morningside 41. Boy, and this Morningside defense is so quick. Fowler looked like he had some room off the left side out around the numbers. And, boy, Jings just closed down in a hurry. And they're going to spot that down. No gain there for Fowler. So it's going to bring up second down and 10. The ball at the 41. Hastings on the move. They're in the morning side territory. Then Curley into the ball game now. Wide receivers up to the right side of the formation. Two running backs in the backfield. Cruz Samaniego wants to throw. They're going to throw it Curley's way. He pushes it off. And he grabs the ball down inside the 10-yard line and then drops it. I think Curley's going to be hit with a penalty here as the flags go down. Austin Curley with a big shove in the back there to the defensive back. And Hastings, I think, is going to be guilty here. I mean, pass interference call. Yeah, right about the uh, 16, 17 yard line. Curley pushed on. Remember, Curley last week had that uh, record setting 99 yard pass completion for a touchdown against Briar Cliff. And we're going to get the ruling right here. No, they're going to rule this on Morningside. They're not going to like that. Wow. They're going to rule this on the Morningside on Derek Dyson, who is back there. Dyson's going to be hit with pass interference. And the officials going to. Catch their raffle to you-know-what down here from wow. the fans in front of us. They're going to get an earful. Yeah. We're, we're high atop uh, Elwood Olsen Stadium here. I love doing games from here because the view is just tremendous, like in the skyboxes at Memorial Stadium. But that uh, looked like a clear push-off by Curley. But the Broncos with a fourth first down. Now they're at the morning site, 26. Here's a pass across the middle. It's going to be tipped off of the fingertips of the intended receiver down here at the 20-yard line. Out of the pattern there for Hastings College was the uh, Austin Curley again. That's off of his fingertips. It's going to be an incomplete pass, second down and 10. This is a nice drive for Hastings if we can stick it in the end zone. 
That's what Tony was talking about. You can't worry about the, the bad things going on. You've got to just buckle down and do your job, and hopefully uh, we can stay close to this Morningside bunch with a chance to win this thing in the fourth quarter. 7 to nothing is the score. Morningside has got the lead. Simon Diego hands the ball away. That's going to be Darvante Knight. He takes the ball down to the 24-yard line. So he picks up about three yards in the play, and he seems looking at another big third-down conversion attempt here. Third down and about, uh, what, seven yards to go from the Morningside 24-yard line. Well, the Broncos started this drive uh, inside the uh, 40, inside the 35-yard line. They've only got 16 yards through the air, six on the ground. Just a couple costly penalties for Morningside has gotten Hastings down there. And here comes a, a big third down and eight, the ball at the 24-yard line. I cruz Simon Diego, the freshman out of San Diego. He's got the ball. He backs up, stumps up, throws it to the far side. The ball is going to be deflected right here at the line of scrimmage. Now they take it to the far sideline. The ball is uh, deflected here at the line of scrimmage. Now Hastings will send the field goal team out here. Nikki G coming out to attempt a field goal here for Hastings College. Not had a lot of tries this year. He's only three out of five on field goals. His longest one has been 22. This is going to be a 41-yard field goal attempt from the near side hash mark. He's got the window back here. Blowing out of the south about 17 miles per hour. The ball is down, and it's a wobbly kick. It goes sailing toward the uprights. It's off of the left side. No good. Not a very good kick there by Nikki G. So Hastings with a scoring opportunity. They let that one go by on the wayside. You can't let too many of those uh, go by, Jimmy. That was a, a nice drive for the Broncos. But they miss on the 41-yard field goal try. And now here comes that high-powered offense back on the on the field here. Well, and that's what I was going to add a little bit ago. Hopefully, you you'd said we hopefully we get a touchdown out of it. Any kind of points is good against a team like this. And Nikki G just didn't catch that ball clean. That was a, a knuckleball that went off the left side. And here comes the Mustang offense. All right, Kasdorf, he backs up. He throws it in. It's going to be caught by Connor Niles out here to the 35 to the 36-yard line. It's going to be a first down there. Tackle is made by Hastings College downfield. That's uh, Jared McDermott who's into the ball game now. That linebacker for Hastings as they continue to shuttle those guys in there. First down and 10 for Morningside at the 36-yard line. Here's a Kasdorf again. Fakes the throw. Now throws it down the right sideline. Wide open is Niles. He's got the ball. He grabs it at the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 64-yard touchdown throw there. The Broncos burnt on that particular play, just that little uh, fate that Kasdorf threw into his delivery there. They had the defensive back bite, and Connor Niles gets behind the defensive Hastings, a perfectly thrown ball by Ryan Kasdorf, and it's 13 to nothing Morningside. I can't begin to tell you how many times that's happened this year where there's been a play, a, a pump fake, and the defensive backs have bid on it. That was Josh Johnson on coverage. That was way too easy. There was 12 yards between Johnson and and Niles, he takes it in. So a 65-yard run and a 64-touchdown pass from Kasdorf. Here comes the uh, point after now by Cochran Bray. It is up there. It is good. So Morningside has scored uh, twice on two possessions. They've got the lead here in the first quarter. A defensive breakdown for Hastings College. Nine minutes and four seconds to play in the first quarter. It's Morningside 14, Hastings College nothing. 
Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE Internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your Internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 1230 KHAS. Nine minutes and four seconds to play still in the first quarter. Morningside 14, Hastings College nothing. We fell behind 12 to nothing last week. Yeah, well, that was a little different caliber football team that we're playing here today. This is the team you go back to uh, some early games. I know they beat uh, Nebraska Wesleyan very badly. They beat Dort, uh, I believe, 49 to nothing. They have put up... A lot of points. I know the first three games you were just in awe because you said their basketball team doesn't average that much in the uh, the winter months. But uh, two big scores, it's just a big play. I talked about it. They could ill afford to give up the big plays, try to keep guys in front of you. They give up a big TD run, and then we bid on a pump fake. And Niles burns, burns us for 65 yards, and we are off to a 14 to nothing deficit. And the ball is going across the ground there on the squib. Here comes the Gilden. He's going to pick it up with the 15 back to the 20-25 and uh, spun down at about the 27-yard line. You mentioned the first two games, Jimmy. They open up with that KCAC challenge. It wasn't much of a challenge as they beat Sterling by 60. It was 77-17 to to start the game and to start the year. And then he came back uh, the following week and beat Nebraska Wesleyan 86-10. to So, yeah, this team can put up some points. And he put up 14 on the Broncos so far. Here in the first quarter. So Hastings is back on the field now. Their offense moved the ball into Morningside territory in the last possession, but missed on a 41-yard field goal attempt. Let's see what we can do here as Simon Diego throws the ball out here. It's going to be caught here by Wallace. Wallace is hit, and down he goes at the 28-yard line. So no gain on the completed pass over here quickly from Morningside on defense was Chad Berg. He's a sophomore out of Baldwin City, Kansas. This Morningside defense with five fumbles, six interceptions, and now 11 sacks on the year. They are plus two in the turnover margin. Eight minutes and 36 seconds to play here in quarter number one from Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City. Great start for the third-ranked Morningside Mustangs. Out on top of Hastings by a score of 14 to nothing. Hastings with the ball. Cruz Simon Diego has got two wide receivers split out to the right side, one to the left. Cruz backs up, throws it across the middle. It's going to be caught here across the 30. Still has feet to about the 32, 33-yard line. That's Glenn Wallace on the reception there for Hastings College. He was tackling the play by the Morningside defense and making the stop there for the Mustangs. There's going to be uh, Chase Rice who's into the ball game there. Chase Rice, a freshman out of uh, Grand Island, getting the uh, stop there for Morningside. So now it's third down again. Third down and six yards to go for Hastings. They need a conversion here. Line of scrimmage is the 32-yard line. That's the Hastings 32. One running back in the backfield. That's Taj Willingham, who's into the ball game now. Switches to the right side of the quarterback. Simon Diego throws the ball to the far side. It's going to be caught and then dropped. Glenn Wallace had it. He was hit hard there by Derek Dyson. Jars the ball loose. 
Hastings College will have to punt now on fourth down and six yards to go from their own 32. Not only are the front four really dominating things right now for Morningside, again, they're sending blitzes. They sent a blitz from both sides there, and Cruz didn't have much time at all. He had to throw that football from his back foot. He wasn't able to get enough steam on it. Wallace nearly come up with a great reception there. Wallace really emerged to be a good receiver. 20 catches so far on the season, but uh, it was knocked out by big contact from the defense. Here's a buckles punt. It's uh, nearly blocked, but he gets away a pretty good kick, and now it takes a Hastings bounce down inside the 15-yard line to the 10 as rolling dead down here at about the 8-yard line. So a great kick there by Brandon Bockel of Hastings who has been averaging about 39.2 yards per kick so far this year. How about 61 yards for the punt? That changes the field position. Morningside backed up here inside their own 10-yard line. Well, that... Uh... That means if they hit a big play, they're just going to add to their total already uh, with uh, 76 yards of passing. That's aided by a 64-yard touchdown pass. They've just got one carry in the ballgame. That's 65-yard touchdown. So only four plays run by Morningside so far here today, and they lead 14-0. They got the football on their own eight-yard line, 7-14 left to go here in just the first quarter. Morningside moving from our left to our right here into the win in Sioux City in this first quarter. There's a pass play across the middle. It's going to be caught there at the 15 to the 20. Breaks outside to the 25 to the 30, and he's run out of bounds. They've got a plethora of wide receivers we're going to see in the ballgame today. This is Michael Whitehead. He's out of Lamar's, Iowa, six foot, 190-pounder. He grabs the ball. That's his 14th reception of the season. Good enough for a first down. Lamar's, Iowa, the home of Blue Bunny ice cream. Oh, yummy. First down and 10 yards to go for the Stangs. They've got the ball on their own 30-yard line. Here's a Kasdorf. He backs up again. He wants to throw. Here comes the pressure, and the Broncos rip him down to the turf. Back here at the 20-yard line, big quarterback sack there for Hastings College. And getting in there to make the stop is uh, Austin Bredding. Bredding comes in there and absolutely levels Ryan Kasdorf. A big-time hit there by Bredding. A loss on a play of 10 yards, second down and 20. Wow, about took Kasdorf's head off. He pump faked and had there was good coverage downfield, and he took a big, big shot. That was a big, big loss, 10 yards. Going to be a second down and 20 here for Morningside. Man goes in motion. They're going to give the ball off to him at the 20-yard line to the 25 to the 26-yard line. Running with the football there for uh, Morningside. Another man who just checked into the contest. That's uh, Wesley Dvorak. Dvorak chopped down on the play by Noel McKeever of Hastings College. So Dvorak, 316 yards, 48 carries coming into the ball game. Four touchdowns for the Mustangs. Third down and long down for Morningside. They've got the ball on their own 26-yard line. Broncos jump up front, and they throw the penalty flag. Well, let's see what happens here. Somebody from Morningside may have moved up there. Now the officials are going to talk this one over. This is a third down and 14 situation. Morningside with the ball on their own 26-yard line. Here comes the indication from the guys in the black and white. Talking with the Morningside captains. Here's the penalty. It's going to be an offside call against Hastings. So offsides on Hastings. Broncos are fifth in the conference in penalty yards so far this year, averaging about 64 yards per ball game. Morningside, like all the good teams are, one of the least penalized teams in the conference. They only give up 44.6 as far as the penalties are concerned. So now it's a more manageable situation here. Third down and nine yards to go. Morningside with the ball in their own 31-yard line. Kasdorf backs up, swings it out to the far side. It's going to be overthrown. Trying to get the ball to Tyler Cavan. It's overthrown, and now Morningside, a rare punt here for the Stangs. Spencer Wyatt is their punter. He averages 43.1 yards per kick. His longest one this year has been 60. And he's going to be down around the 15 or 16-yard line. 
who's returning punts today for Hastings. Oh, Clancy's back there. Jordan Clancy, one of the guys back there for Hastings. They've got uh, two guys back there at the 25-yard line. Here comes the kick now by uh, Wyatt. A driving kick, bounces at the 42. Broncos just get away from it here as it rolls across the uh, 25 down to the 20-yard line. That's where Hastings College will start first down and 10 in their own 20-yard line. 50 on the kick in Hastings College. Boy, it's been a return by committee. They have had uh, several different guys back there. They've had all kinds of troubles. And uh, you don't think the coaches, uh, Dave Kamara, didn't tell them that if you're unsure about it, get away from it. <laughs> there wasn't a white jersey around that football. They allowed it to roll dead at the 20-yard line. So Hastings College, 80 yards away from pay dirt. They trail 14 to nothing with 521 left to go. This is the Broncos' third series here this afternoon. First series, they took the ball into Morningside territory and missed on a 41-yard field goal attempt. Play-action pass. Simon Yuga wants to throw. He does. It's complete out here across the 25 to the 28-yard line. So a short gain. They get that ball to a Schamberger as he brings it from the 20 out to the uh, 28. Actually, a pickup of eight yards on the play there. Completed pass from Cruz Samaniego to Rashid Schamberger. It's going to bring up a second down and two situation now for Hastings. They get the ball on their own 28-yard line. Wide receiver Austin Curley split out to the right side of the formation. Noah Hausch, good to see him back in the lineup. He's a uh, slot man to the right side. Also a wide out to the left side of the formation. Here's a fake and uh, Schamberger. No, it's going to be a Simon Yago running the football here across the 30 onto the 33-yard line. The crew, Simon Yago carrying the ball for the first down to the 33-yard line. Don't see him run very often. That's his uh, 27th rushing attempt of the season. He picks up the first down to the Hastings College 33. Yeah, good play fake there by Cruz. Just able to get to... Get the football off his right hip. Take it around right in. Good blocking there by the offensive line. Picks up nearly six. That is first down number five on the afternoon. We've got Jake Fowler in the backfield now. Fowler is going to get the ball. Flips it back to Curley. Here's a long pass thrown down the field, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Noah Hausch. So a little dipsy doodle there. As uh, Jake Fowler gets the handoff, flips it back to Austin Curley, and he winds up and throws the ball downfield. It's an incomplete pass through a little bit too far for Noah Howish in second down and 10. Yeah, tried to hit on the home run ball, and that was just about blown up. Fowler almost was brought down on that play. A defender had a hold of his jersey as he was able to get it off to Curley, and then Curley just kind of threw it up for grabs and falls incomplete. Going to bring up a second down and 10 here. Ball still at the 33-yard line. A trio of wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Sam Diego wants to throw, being flushed out of the pocket. His pass to the near side, caught here by Noah Howish at the 41-yard line and brought down there. Chad Berg right over there defensively for the Morningside Mustangs, holding on for dear life, brings them down to the turf after a pickup of about nine yards in the play. And Hastings again looking at a third down situation, third down at about, I'm going to call it a pickup of eight. They're going to put it down right at the 41, so it's third down and two for Hastings. 3.45 to play here in the first quarter. Morningside, the third-ranked team in the country, out on top of Hastings today, 14 to nothing. Three wide receivers to the wide side of the field. That's going to be the right side of the formation. Sam Diego throws that way, and it's going to be grabbed by Hastings. Nice uh, grab there, and then they fumble the football. It's picked up by Morningside, running back the other way, taking the ball down the sideline for a touchdown is Morningside. Chad Berg takes the ball away from Noah Hausch. I think on the far sideline, and Chad Berg goes in from 40 yards out with a defensive touchdown. Yeah, that injury to insult. Noah House was uh, injured on that play. He goes off. He is in some severe pain. Looks to be like a shoulder injury. They Berg ripped that right out of his hand. I got to think that had to uh, 
tear something up in his upper body, but uh, that was a great catch. That ball was thrown high, and it was a one-handed catch there by Hausch as he turned around. It was ripped out of his hand, and he continues to bend over and be tended to on the sidelines, but goodness, look at it now. 20 to nothing, PAT coming here for Morningside. Chad Berg takes it back for the touchdown. Here comes the uh, PAT. It is good, and Morningside tacks on seven. Noah sat out last week's ball game because of a uh, shoulder injury and may have re-injured that on that particular play. So Morningside, two long touchdowns on offense, and then they get a defensive touchdown, a fumble return for a TD. Mustangs have scored three times here in the first quarter. Three minutes and 21 seconds to play in the opening period. The score, Morningside 21, Hastings College nothing. Through Monday, Bruce Furniture invites you to discover a whole new world of comfort and savings. New sofas, power recliners, dining sets, bedrooms, mattresses, and floor coverings are on display at Bruce Furniture. Plus, through Columbus Day, there's store-wide savings and special financing available up to 24 months. Subject to credit approval, see store for details. But it ends Monday. Discover new ways to make your home more beautiful and relaxing from the floor on up. And get free delivery at Bruce Furniture. Carney, Holridge, Alliance, and Hastings. Every style, every budget, just right for you. 1230 K-H-A-S. So we come back 21 to nothing is the score. After we watched the replay, it was more like a Schamberger. I think he's the one that caught it. Noah was uh, in the area and was involved with maybe blocking, but he comes up injured. I think it was Schamberger that actually the ball was intended for and had the ball ripped out of his hands and taken back the other way by Berg. So nevertheless, it's a touchdown morning sign. It's 21 zip. Well, yeah, and uh, the only thing good come out of that, it was a tremendous catch there on the far sidelines. But again, uh, the ball ripped out. And Berg takes it back about 40 yards. But I uh, looked at the uh, looked at Noah House on the far sidelines. They are tending to him, and that right shoulder is in some severe pain for Noah House. Don't know whether we'll see him anymore. He set out last week's game, but the Broncos trail now 21 to nothing. Gilden will take it about the one yard line. All right, Gilden coming back up the field here for Hastings at the numbers. He's going to be spun down at the 20 yard line. So Gilden is brought down there. That was a Gage Ryan down there on special teams from Morningside to bring him down. So Hastings has got the ball on their own 20-yard line. Well, not the start we needed here today, gang. 21-0. No, Morningside's no. got the lead. And you look at it, it's all big plays. 65-yard touchdown run, 64-yard touchdown pass, and a 40-yard fumble return for a touchdown. And the Broncos are back on the field trailing 21 to nothing. Good news. Noah House is back out there as a wide receiver split out to the right side. Here's a pass that's going to be caught and dropped across the middle. A pass is caught and dropped there by Hastings College. That's a Jordan Johnson. Incomplete pass. He had it in his hands and dropped it. Second down and 10 for the 20. Boy, I just watched Noah House's uh, demeanor out there on the field. Just slow in and out. He is definitely in some severe pain, but give him credit. The kid's going to, he's a tough individual. He's going to try to fight through this. Second down and 10 for Hastings on their own 20. There's a uh, handoff in the backfield. Darvante Knight, he's going to be buried. Going to be buried back there by the uh, Morningside Mustangs. Making the stop there for Morningside is going to be uh, Keyshawn McMullen. Is into the ball game now defensively for the Mustangs. That's going to bring up a third down and 13, a loss of three yards in the play. Back here to the 17-yard line. If I told you the Broncos had operated 21 offensive plays today and Morningside 8, would you like the chances? I think so. Yeah, well, that's what's happened. But we're in a 21 to nothing hole, and now the Broncos look at a huge third down and 13, the ball back at the 17. Look out. Simon Yego is going to run the football across the 20-25. He's on to the 29-yard line, going to be very close to a first down. Simon Yego fakes the ball, 
a handoff inside and it takes off around the left end. He gets very close to the first down stakes, and they're going to say he's just short. They put it down at the 29-yard line. He had to take it to the 30. So Hastings will have to punt on fourth down and one. Well, I kind of wondered if maybe Tony wouldn't try to roll the dice there. They've been able to get some halfway decent uh, runs with Darvante Knight, get him slithered through there and take a shot. You're already trailing 21 to nothing, but uh, they're going to opt to uh, punt the football away. And back deep for uh, Morningside, going to be Niles. Baco is going to kick the ball away. High kick. Niles backs up, lets it drop at the 25. Takes a little bit of a Hastings bounce across the 25 to about the 22. About a 50-yard kick or so there for Brandon Bockle. And now Morningside has got the ball back. 21 to nothing is the score. We're in the first quarter here at Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City today. Boy, it continues like this. The homecoming parties are going to start early. <laughs> yeah, they, they're going to be rolling they definitely, you, know, you know that uh, that's not a good sign when you're scheduled for somebody's homecoming because they usually they figure they can uh, beat the tar out of you. It's usually the way things work, and so far it's working for the Mustangs here today. Here comes uh, Kasdorf back out there in the offensive unit. Here's going to be a reverse play. Niles has got the ball. The wide receiver, Niles, at the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Puts on the speed, 50, 40, and he's chopped down at the 35-yard line. Topped down the 35-yard line by uh, Hastings College. Jordan Clancy with a touchdown-saving tackle there as a counter. Niles comes on a reverse play to the wide side of the field, and the Morningside Mustangs are on the move again. They're going to put this ball down at the 34-yard line. There was only one white jersey over there to bring him down. Here's a Cavan. He works it inside at the 30, breaks outside the numbers, 25-20, touchdown. Van takes it in from 34 yards out, and it's now a 27 to nothing ball game in favor of Morningside. For Kavan, that is two carries, two touchdowns, 101 yards. That one there is 34 yards. That was just a toss sweep to the left side. And again, they're wide receivers. Niles was one of them over there. Comes up and was able to seal the backer off and nobody around to challenge Kavan. He takes it in untouched again. We're not even out of the first quarter, and this is what we feared the most, being down deep. It's a 27 to nothing lead for Morningside. Brent Cochran Bray comes back into the ballgame to attempt his fourth extra point here in the first quarter. Ball is down, the kick is up, and we get the uh, same result. It's through the pipes. The PAT is good. One minute, 17 seconds to play in the first quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 28, Hastings College nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Mike, will Jimmy Purcell back here in the Sioux City. I don't know what else we can say, Jimmy. This is a well, uh, well-oiled machine. Well, it really is. You said it uh, perfectly. I believe you could, uh, referred to them as a Cadillac. You could probably call them a Jaguar, a BMW, a Lexus, anything you want. They are quite a football team. They have run 10 offensive plays today. They've got 240 yards, 140 on the ground, 100 through the air. The Bronco defense has given up a 64-yard touchdown pass, a 65-yard touchdown run, a 34-yard touchdown run, and that drive, by the way, was just two plays, 
and 93 yards. It was all set up on the 45-yard run by Niles around the left side to get it down into Bronco territory. But, yeah, you just – what do you say? You just you sit here and just amazed. There ain't many times you get an opportunity to play a team of this caliber, and, uh, unfortunately, it's uh, going by the wayside in a hurry. Here's a Gilden. He's going to grab the ball here at the three-yard line, back to the center of the field. He's at the 10. He's at the 15, 20, and he's chopped down at the 22-yard line. So he seems will start this drive from their own 22. A minute and 11 seconds to play here in the first quarter. 28 to nothing in favor of the Morningside Mustangs, the third-ranked team in the country here today. Well, this team beat us uh, pretty easily last year. We're not uh, we're not heading in a very good direction here no, today after no, this one. No, we're not. My I went through two pencils and ground out the gears in a pencil sharpener last year. They amassed the 900-yard total offense mark last year and already 240 here in the first quarter. So he sees offense back out there. Here's a uh, running play. They're going to keep the ball on the ground. That's going to be Fowler as he brings it across the 25 onto the 28-yard line. So pickup of about five yards in a play for Fowler of Hastings. Well, the offense, you got to crank out a couple of first downs here to give the defense a rest. Morningside's been out there. They haven't run a whole lot of plays, but they've been chasing the guys in the uh, the burgundy suits. I was going to say, they've been, uh, yeah, they've been running wild out there trying to catch up to them. Not only are they powerful and talented, they are speedy. It's the, it's the full, it's the real deal up here in the Sioux City. Second down and five yards to go. Here's Fowler again trying to break outside. He gets to the edge across the 30, and he comes forward to the 35-yard uh, line. That's going to be enough for a first down there for Hastings College. Ethan Stofferson, or Stofferin, in on the stop there for Morningside, a first-team all-conference player from a year ago. Second on the team this year in tackles with 33. He's a six-foot-three, 235-pound senior out of Sibley, Iowa. So it's first down and 10 for Hastings. They got the ball in their own 35-yard line. 12 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Morningside with the lead. Samaniego has got the ball again. He fakes it to Fowler. Now Samaniego wants to... Run it himself, and he takes around the right end, and he's going to be knocked down there. Tackle is made by Taylor James coming up from his safety spot. Salmon Yego picks up about three yards in a play as he brings it close to the 38-yard line, and that's going to be the end of the first quarter of play. One quarter into books. Here today from Sioux City, and it's been all Morningside. They've got the lead over Hastings College. It's Morningside 28, Hastings College nothing. No one buys a gift to keep. They buy a gift to give. And you know what? It is the thought that counts. At Bob Sass Flowers, we've put a lot of thought into the kinds of unique items people love to give others. As a result, gifts from Bob Sass Flowers shine through with meaning as well as unique quality. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers, and we continue to treasure our flowers, and we've added even more gifts, symbols of love for you and yours. Real people, real love. Flowers and gifts from Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back in Sioux City with Hastings College football today. 28-0. The Morningside Mustangs with a lead over Hastings. First quarter numbers brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of 699 daily lunch specials, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, Getty Large Specialty Pizza and Domestic Pitcher for $21.99. Well, we talked about it. Morningside total offense in that first quarter, 240 yards, only two first downs for the Broncos. 36 through the air, 36 on the ground, 72 yards, and we're underway in the second quarter. There's a pass over the far side. It's going to be caught there across the 40, out to the 45-yard line to the 46. That's Rashid Schamberger grabbing the ball there for the first down and more. 
He gets it across the 45-yard line. They're going to put it down at the 46. So Hastings cranks out a first down here to begin the second quarter. 28 to nothing is the score. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings. Austin Curley comes to the right side of the formation. You've got Jaden Sanchez to the left side as two wide receivers. There's a handoff now in the backfield. Across the 45, gets it back to the 46. The original line of scrimmage there. Running the football for Hastings College. we got some uh, new folks in the ballgame already. And I don't have a 22 on the roster. <laughs> it, it's, it's fitting because I think it's happened every game this year. We've had somebody, whether it's high school or college, where there's a jersey, somebody left going home. That's 22, and he's not on there. Great. There's a pass to the far side. It's going to be caught there by Jaden Sanchez at the 48-yard line, and Sanchez is going to be uh, ripped down here at about the 46 of Morningside. Tackle is made in there by uh, Tony Heimer. Tony Heimer making the stop there for the Morningside Mustangs. That was a pickup of a couple of yards in the play as they bring it to the 46 of Morningside. Third down and a couple of yards to go. Talk about Hastings College offensively. A lot of passes already. The 15th pass attempt for Samaniego. 51 yards he's completed a hit on these last two passes and again a, a third down call here for Hastings it's going to be a third and we'll call it two just inside Morningside territory. Wide receivers left and right here's a handoff again going uh, straight ahead across now they're going to fumble the football and see the officials say he was down right here at the 45 it's going to be short of a first down the ball was jarred loose Morningside is going to pick it up and run it back the other way but the officials blow this one dead and they're going to give him a first down as they give him forward progress down to the 44 yard line so it's first down here for Hastings to the 44-yard line. So Hastings moving from our left to our right here in this second quarter of play. Broncos trailing in the ball game on a score of 28 to nothing. Wide receivers again left and right. There's a pass to the far side. It's going to be caught down here at the 39 right in front of the Bronco bench. That's going to be Johnson. Johnson grabs the ball, and he's tackled over there by Morningside. Got another stop there for the Mustangs. Boy, they're shuttling players in over there as well. Xavier Hagen, freshman out of Lincoln, Nebraska, making this stop there for Morningside. A pickup for Hastings of about five yards. Second down and five yards to go. Hastings with the ball at the Morningside 39-yard line. There's a uh, running play. Nope, it's going to be a quarterback. It's going to be... Simon Yego coming to the near sideline and the quarterback keeper, and he's going to be uh, run out of bounds here. Simon Yego carrying the ball to the near side, run out of bounds down around the 36-yard line. Everybody's in a everybody's in a scramble mode here, trying to figure out who number 22 is. Yeah, the uh, sports information de- uh, director uh, Dave Repstock comes in and goes, uh, "Who's 22? We don't have any indication of who this guy is, so uh, no one knows. He's the mystery man." It'll be Willingham in there running back. He'll be planked to the left side of Samaniego. It's going to be a third down and about two. The ball at the 36, just at the 12-minute mark in the second quarter. Samaniego fakes the throw. He's going to run it himself. He's across the 35, dives forward to the 33-yard line. This going to be enough for a first down. So Samaniego picks up the first down, fakes the pass there, and then just took off. For a couple of yards, that's all they needed. So Hastings move the sticks. They move it down here to the 34-yard line. That is first down number eight for Hastings. They've been able to move the football. They just, the one time they got the football down deep in the in Morningside territory, they squandered away their opportunity and missed a field goal. Now we've got a timeout 
on the field. So with 11.46 left to go here till halftime, it is the Mustangs 28, Hastings College nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Get more than you expect. Direct. The Columbus Day sale is on now at Furniture Direct in Hastings. Revitalize your bedroom with four-piece bedroom sets including dresser, mirror, headboard, and nightstand as low as $4.99. Treat yourself and enjoy the luxury of a left recliner, only $4.99. No interest financing is available too. 24 months, subject to credit approval. Hurry into Furniture Direct on South Burlington in Hastings, behind Sonic, and only at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Well, we've got the mystery man down to Zach Parmeter, Trevor Birdsall, or uh, maybe Sam Raleigh. That's the only running backs that we have brought on the travel roster here today. But there's no number 22. No, I, that's a, a spare jersey that's in the bottom of the tote. Somebody had uh, yeah, not somebody... brought a white white jersey. That That's happened before. We'll try to find out. Uh, I'd go down and bother the coaches, but I don't think they're probably in a mood right now. And Hastings College with a first down call here. On the 34-yard line, Hastings has it at the morning side, 34, trailing the ball game on a score of 28 to nothing. San Diego wants to throw. He's going to run it again across the 30, 25, still on his feet to the far sideline, and he's popped out of bounds. And a penalty flag goes down. A late hit on our quarterback over there. Right on the sidelines, that was a Derek Dyson again. Dyson with a late hit on our quarterback, San Diego. He's a run out of bounds over there, and a little extra shove there from a Derek Dyson. That'll be a, a personal foul. On Dyson, that's going to cost the Morningside Mustangs some yards here, and he seems marching toward the uh, Morningside goal line. Helen, give Simon Diego some credit. He's very patient back there. He's really gotten comfortable since that first start, and we've seen him kind of uh, evolve and age a little bit here as, as uh, he goes through his options. Nobody out there, and he had some room off the left side, picks up 12 yards. Now Simon Diego, seven carries, 37 yards in the penalty. Now the Broncos in the red zone. They got a first and 10 at the 11-yard line of Morningside. Hastings' only other scoring opportunity here in this first half was a missed 41-yard field goal. Simon Diego throws the ball. It's caught for the touchdown. Right into the end zone. It goes to Rashid Schamberger. So Hastings is on the scoreboard with 11-18 to play here in the first half. Well, and Schamberger coming into this ballgame has had a good – he's one of the uh, guys uh, that's really emerged as well. Uh, being able to have some good hands out there. That is Schamberger's 14th reception, actually 16th reception of the season. He's got four here today, and that's an 11-yard touchdown pass. So the Broncos get on the board with 11-18 left to go. Bockle in for the PAT. So Schamberger gets the uh, touchdown reception. Here comes the extra point now. Actually, uh, Nick, actually Nikki G, Bockle holding on that uh, point after. The PAT is good, so Hastings is on the scoreboard here in the second quarter. 11 minutes and 18 seconds to play in the first half. It's now Morningside 28, Hastings College 7. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer, from the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all-new EcoDiesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com, where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City, Iowa this afternoon. Bright, sunshiny day today at Elwood Olson Stadium. It's a 28-7 ball game now. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings as the Broncos finally get on the scoreboard. A touchdown pass thrown by Simon Diego to Rashid Schamberger. 
All right, the mystery has been solved, huh? Ray Bars. Ray Bars, who's not even on the roster, has evidently made the trip, and he's wearing number 22 today for Hastings College. So he had a couple of carries on that last series for Hastings. Ray Bars is seeing his first uh, playing time of the season here today. Thanks for sending me down into the... Uh... Hornets Nest. Hornets Nest. That was that was very entertaining. Sticking my head in with the Hastings College coaches, <laughs> wanting to know who the guy is. They're trying to worry how how to get out of a deficit at twenty eight to seven, and the radio guys want to know who the jersey is. Just trying to do our job. I here, know. Here comes the kickoff. It's going to go out of bounds. Not a very good kick there by uh, Hastings. It's going to go out of bounds on the far side. Some warning side will get good field position at the thirty five yard line. If everybody just does their job and, and get us a complete roster and depth charts. We're all right. We don't well, have to bother you then. Well, I at least got a smile out of Pat McCulley. He turned around and kind of chuckled a little bit. And, but anyway, we've got that figured out now. So 11-18 left to go to half here. Morningside, they have been uh, what, they're, what they're advertised here today. 240 yards, they've only run. 10 offensive plays, they've only got two first downs. They've scored on big plays. They've got in scoring position on big plays. And Kasdorf and the offense comes out. They'll take over at the 35-yard line. And a first and 10 call. They are who we thought they were. Yes, huh? they are. All right, here we go. It's a Kasdorf. He wants to throw. He throws to the far side. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it to uh, Kendall Linneman coming out of the backfield there. That's just throwing a little bit too far there. Let him just a little bit too much. Kasdorf misfires. Kasdorf is hitting on 69% of his passes so far this year. He was 84 for 121 coming into the ball game. As the ball flipped to a man in motion, that's going to be uh, Connor Niles again. That time, the Broncos right there on defense. Niles is chopped down here after a pickup of only one or two yards in the play. They come with a little sweep to this near side, the wide side of the field. Hastings right there defensively. Only a pickup of two yards in the play, and it's third down now and eight yards to go. So Hastings getting on the scoreboard and might have uh, ignited the Broncos a little bit here. Three wide receivers to the right side. Kasdorf wants to throw, backs up, throws the ball. It's going to be over the head of his intended receiver. Out here at the 46-yard line, and it's going to be Morningside putting the football away. They're trying to come across the middle there to Jason Vanderkui. Vanderkui, a junior out of Merrill, Iowa. So Morningside goes three plays and out, and Hastings College will get the ball back here. Jordan Clancy drops back deep for Hastings inside his 25-yard line. Jacob Tarr back there as well, and a big, big stick there by Tarr. That was a, a boon-jarring hit right about midfield to knock the football loose, so Hastings will get the football back. There comes the punt by a Wyatt. Good kick. Comes to the near side. Clancy grabs the ball right here on the sideline, and his momentum carries him out of the bounds. So Hastings will start at about the 18-yard line, about a 44-yard kick and a good one. As Clancy's momentum carries him out of bounds here on the near side. So Hastings has got the ball back. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of 28-7. to And we're down to 10 minutes and 37 seconds to play here in the first half. Well, Cruz directed a beautiful drive there, the, uh, the last drive. Able to take the Broncos down, and a lot of it on his uh, with his feet. He was able to uh, amass 37 yards on seven carries on that drive. We'll see what the Broncos have here. They're starting deep in their own territory. They're inside the 20 at the 18-yard line. Sam and Yego's got the ball. Here comes the blitz, and he is buried back here at the five-yard line, coming off of the corner there for Morningside and making a big-time hit there for the Mustangs was uh, Britton Barrier. Barrier is sophomore out of Neola, Iowa, 5'11", 210-pound sophomore coming in there to... Make the stop and the sack on our quarterback, Cruz Samaniego, all the way back to the seven-yard line. Wow, that was a, a big-time hit. They sent him from the left side. He came in untouched, a loss of 13. So now the Broncos in a big hole. They're uh, second down and 22 back at their own six-yard line. 
Avance Knight is in the backfield just to the right now of Simon Yego. And now we got a penalty flag down. We got an illegal procedure call in Hastings. So illegal procedure call. It's going to be the second penalty on Hastings College, but more importantly, this uh, pins them back half the distance to the goal. Well, we're going the opposite direction here. We're back here at the four-yard line now. Tony wants to call a timeout. So Hastings burns a timeout. He had nine minutes and 59 seconds to play in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside 28, Hastings College 7. Insurance plus financial services means more than insurance. They have a full line of investments plus life, health, and long-term care. Also offering both bookkeeping and tax preparation services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington in Hastings. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Michael Purcell back here in Sioux City today. Hastings Challenge trailing Morningside by a score of 28-7 here in the second period. Coming up at halftime, we'll name our... Scholar Athlete of the Week at Hastings College. And Bailey Crow will be along. He'll have the halftime scoreboard show. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today in major college football. Second down, 25 yards to go. Hastings with a ball on their own four-yard line. Backed up here. There's a handoff. He's going to go to a Darvante Knight getting outside. He's at the 5. He's at the 10. He's out to the 12-yard line. Avance Knight carrying the ball. The tackle is made by Chad Berg again, the sophomore out of Baldwin City, Kansas. So they move that ball from the four out here to the eight-yard line. Hastings now looking at a third down situation, third down and long. They got to bring the ball all the way out to the 28 for the first down. So Hastings looking at about 20 yards here. Third down and 20. Don't have too many of those plays in the old playbook. Just a couple. Wide receivers left and right for Cruz Samaniego. Freshman out of San Diego in control of the Hastings College offense here today. Simon Diego wants to throw, throws it far side. It's going to be caught here at the 18 and run out of bounds at about the 20. They get the ball to a Reynoso. That was Ethan Stafford over there to run him out of bounds far short of the first down. So Hastings will have to punt the football and fourth down and nine yards to go. Well, you just don't want to make a mistake down here this deep in your own territory. They penalty, and then the big sack really set them back there, and this at least gives Bockel a little bit of room back there. The line of scrimmage will be at the 19-yard line, but, boy, look at the uh, field position that uh, Morningside looks to get. Uh, the return guys, Niles, is one of them back at about the 50. Chad Berg is the other one. Here comes the kick. Niles is going to signal for the fair catch and makes it here at the 48-yard line of Morningside. So a kick of about 32 yards there for Brandon Bonkel, and Morningside has got the ball at their own 48-yard line. Hastings will play Northwestern next Saturday. It'll be a home game for Hastings. One of the four that we got this year. What is that, number three? Mm-hmm, already. We'll have a Northwestern and Hastings next week. It'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff next week, 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings trailing Morningside here. In Sioux City today, 8 minutes and 38 seconds to play in the second quarter. It's 28-7. to Morningside has got the lead. Here's a Kasdorf waiting for the ball. He's got it, throws it out here. Niles grabs it down the sideline, 45-40, and he's knocked out of bounds. Over here on defense for Hastings, knocking him out was Austin Rollett, who's into the ball game now. A reserve free safety there for the Broncos. Knocks him out of bounds. That was a completed pass as they take it down to the 40-yard line. It's a first down there for Morningside. 
They move the ball into Hastings College territory now. Ryan Kasdorf with three wide receivers out on the pattern now. Man comes in motion on the near side. Kasdorf waits for the snap. He's got it. Backs up. No pressure at all. By the Hastings College defense, there's a pass down the field that's going to be incomplete, overthrown, and the penalty flag goes down. Trying to get the ball to uh, Connor Niles, and a penalty flag is down. Hastings is going to be ruled in violation here at pass interference call. That'll go on Jordan Clancy. He was going to be beat on that play. That ball was probably going to be overthrown, but Clancy with a hand on the back of the uh, shoulder pad of Niles. Niles has been the go-to guy today. He's already got 87 yards on three catches and a touchdown, and uh, Kasdorf tries to hit him in stride, and there's the indication. Penalty flag. Pass interference on Hastings. That is penalty number three in the ballgame. So mark this one off from the line of scrimmage. Hastings is going to be penalized here. They'll put the ball down to the 25-yard line. Eight minutes and seven seconds to play here in the second quarter. Hastings College is trailing Morningside by a score of 28-7. to and the Mustangs on the move again here in the second period. Kasdorf hands the ball away, and they're going to get a yard maybe two. That's Wesley Dvorak who's back into the ball game now. Dvorak is a freshman running back out of Parkston, South Dakota. He moves the ball from the 25 down to about the 24-yard line. It's only one, gate, one yard on the play by Wesley Dvorak. Second down and nine. Clock is running. Ball's right in the center of the two side stripes here, the two hash marks. As Kasdorf waits for the snap, man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. Kasdorf wants to throw man wide open. It's caught touchdown. Jason Vanderkui scores there. That was too easy, Jimmy. I get a mix-up in the Broncos secondary. Jason Vanderkui, he was wide open, catches the ball, and he walks into the end zone for the score. Yeah, definitely big breakup. Uh, Kui was uh, all alone. That was at least 12 to 15 yards he had broke on any defender around for Hastings College. A Kasdorf hits him in stride, 25-yard touchdown pass. And now Kasdorf with two touchdown passes here in the game, and uh, Morningside extends their lead. It's now in 34-7 ball game in favor of Morningside. Here comes the extra point by Brent Cochran Bray. Ball is down, and he drills another PAT. He's been perfect. Here this afternoon. So the PAT is good. Seven minutes and 31 seconds to play. Here in quarter number two, we'll take a break with a score. Morningside 35, Hastings College 7. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City. It's a 35-7 ball game now. Morningside. Has got the lead. I don't know if these guys ever get tired of winning. I was just thinking about it. You, do you ever get tired of winning? Well, we talked about it. Uh, Ryan's uh, record up here is 124 and 36. This is a team that's won four consecutive GPAC championships. They've been to the NAIA championship, I believe, what, 11 years? It's a record ongoing, consecutive years. They have uh, been to the finals. They got beat by Marion last year in the semifinals in overtime, 30 to 27. They did get beat by Doan final game of the season last year, so they had two losses. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of uh, – It's a machine. It really is. It's it's impressive as the ball 
Falls off the tee, but again, uh, that's the yeah, worst they, thing that's happened to him today. Is the yeah. ball was blown off of the tee. Yeah, I haven't seen really anything uh, else happen bad. The crowd here, a big, big crowd on hand as there is every year when we come up here on homecoming Saturday. They're getting to see a see a show. Thirty-five to seven, and still seven thirty-one left to go here till half. Looks like the party up above is uh, picked up. Yeah, up yeah, on the berm. So, yeah. So here comes the run up in the boot now by Brett Cochran Bray. End over end kick is going to settle down here at about the three-yard line. Gilden brings it back. He's back to the 10, to the 15, and he's going to be hit right there at the 15-yard line. So down he goes, and he seems will start again in deep in their own territory. We maybe ought to look at next year uh, or next time we come up here trying to set up over there. That, that would be. It's, like you said, it's across the street from the stadium. I don't know what the view is up there. We'll have to check that well, out next time. They're about on the same level we are. I got to yeah. think they see pretty good. They're just kind of a long ways from the field. But, boy, there's if there was 200 there last time I looked, there's there's four now. Yeah. It's really grown. All right, so Hastings will allow the ball here at their own 15-yard line, working left to right here in the second quarter. They're trailing in the ball game 35-7. to seven. There's a pass down the near sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball there to Jaden Sanchez, the ex-wide receiver. From uh, Naples, Florida, trying to go up over the top of Christian Walker, the defensive back from Morningside, and could not come up with a catch. So second down and 10 yards to go. Line of scrimmage is a 15-yard line for Hastings. Seven minutes and 22 seconds to play here in the first half. Austin Curley is your wide receiver down to the right side of the formation. Hastings will send trips out wide left. One running back in the backfield now beside uh, Samaniego. Just to his left, that's going to be Jake Fowler. They fake the ball to Fowler. Simon Yago wants to throw. He throws it. It's going to be incomplete. This throws the ball because he was being pressured there badly by the defense of Morningside. And getting through there is Ethan Stauffrin, the linebacker coming on the blitz. It was all over Simon Yago. He just kind of dumps it into an open territory over here. That's going to bring up a third down and 10 situation. The ball is at the 15-yard line of Hastings. I think all day, Cruz Samaniego is going to get tired of Stauffer and Slugger. They have been in the backfield. They've sent them from the right side, the left side on blitzes uh, pretty much all day trying to get to the freshman quarterback, and they have. They put a lot of pressure on Cruz, and he just wisely gets ridden here. They're throwing blitz again. Samaniego is now going to. Now we got movement on the uh, Bronco. They showed blitz right up the middle with Slugger and Stauffrin and uh, one of the offensive linemen got a little antsy and moved. It's going to cost the Broncos five yards. Brings it back to the 10-yard line. Now it's third down and 15. Third down and 15 yards to go. Was that an Iowa score I just heard? Yeah, that was the, the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes are, getting are a, winning big. Getting a little cheer from the crowd here. Third down and 15 yards to go. The line of scrimmage is the 10-yard line. Simon Yego wants to throw, and it's nearly intercepted. Right across the middle was nearly intercepted. That's a Zach Schlager. That was right in his old uh, breadbasket there. And he knocks it down, cannot grab the ball, so it's going to be an incomplete pass. Fourth down and 15 yards to go. Line of scrimmage now the 10-yard line of Hastings, and Brandon Bockel will be in his own end zone to punt this thing away. Bockel's going to need to ice that foot down, uh, headed back home on the bus ride. He's had a pretty good day. Hopefully he can uh, try to flip the field here, but all, though he is going into the wind, look at the return guys at the 45. Here comes the pressure. They don't get to it. Bockel's kick sails out here. It's going to be grabbed at about the 46-yard line of Morningside on a fair catch. Grabbed there by Chad Berg. 
for Morningside. And now we got a penalty they, flag. Yeah, they got in. I, I was watching the punt. He was able to get, uh, Bockel was able to get a good punt off. And, yeah, I see Bockel getting up off the turf, and there's a penalty flag right on the goal line. So it's going to be an automatic first down. So a, a mistake there by uh, Morningside. They'll give Hastings a football back. Roughing the kicker call. Roughing the kicker call there on Morningside. So Hastings and her offense will come running back into the field here. They'll get another shot. Seven minutes and seven seconds to play in the second quarter. If you're just joining us, Morningside scores on their second play from the line of scrimmage today on a 65-yard run from Tyler Cavan, and they have not looked back. The third-ranked team of the nation leading Hastings College 35-7 now. We're late in the second quarter here from Sioux City. Hastings back with the ball at the 25-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Cruz Simoniego. He's going to fake the ball. Now he's going to run it himself. He's at the 25, makes a nice move with the 30-yard line, and he steps out of bounds here at the 31. So Simoniego again calling his own number here as he brings it to the 31-yard line. Over here running him out of bounds was Taylor James again, the junior from Westfield, Iowa, the safety for the Morningside Mustangs. And Simoniego will pick up about six yards in the play. So after kind of a raucous crowd to start off the ball game here today, they've kind of settled down just watching this team uh, perform at their best. 35-7 to is the score. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings. Broncos and the ball at their own 31. Simoniego throws an interception right into the hands of the Morningside Mustangs and running back with a football and scoring on the play was uh, Zach Schlager. Schlager picks it off. The ball was thrown right to him, and he goes 30 yards for a touchdown. It was like he was the intended yeah. receiver, and then there was nobody around for Hastings. Yeah, I think it was Sanchez that uh, Cruz was looking for on beyond Slugger, and he had one thrown right into his stomach a couple of plays before, but that one there he capitalizes on. It actually stuck right into his uh, gut, and he was able to take it in from 30 yards. So a couple of defensive touchdowns here for Morningside. They had another six. Oh, boy. It's 41-7 to now with 6.32 left to go, the PAT pending. Second interception of the season for Schlager, and the second time he has brought back an interception for a touchdown. That one, 30 yards. PAT is up there. It is good. So the PAT is good. Morningside's adds their second defensive touchdown here in this first half of play. We've got six minutes and 32 seconds to play until halftime. It's now Morningside 42, Hastings College 7. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR at 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR Hastings. 1230 KHAS. So a couple of defensive touchdowns from Morningside. They've got some offensive touchdowns on the board. This machine is up and rolling. It's 42-7. Here in the first half, they lead the Hastings College Broncos here today. Six minutes and 32 seconds to play until halftime. And now we've got Brent Cochran Bray ready to uh, kick off here from Morningside again. Back deep for Hastings, you've got Gilden and also uh, Darvante Knight down here at about the five-yard line. So 42-7, to Morningside has got the lead. Here comes the run-up in the boot. Gilden backs up, backs up, grabs the ball about five yards deep in the end zone and takes a knee, and Hastings will have it on the touchback. 
Well, this is not anything that Morningside hasn't done to other teams here today. We mentioned their first two ball games of the season. They beat Sterling by the score of 77 to 17. They beat Morningside 86 to 10. Showed a little bit of mercy against Dort and beat the defenders 49 to nothing. Their other one this year was last week, uh, 27 to 7, went over Northwestern. Their loss was to Wisconsin Whitewater. They dropped a game a couple of weeks ago and they ranked number one in the nation. 33-30. to 30. We knew this would be a chomp and Hastings would have to play a perfect game. We are far from that here today. There's a handoff. That's going to go to uh, Bars who stays in the ball game as he brings it across the 30 onto the 31-yard line. So Ray Bars seeing his first playing time of the season. Makes the uh, travel roster here for this ball game against Morningside and that's his a fourth carry of this first half as he brings it to the 31-yard line. And if you think things are difficult today, they get even as challenging next week. I would, uh, yeah. It's not more difficult. but It's not more, but yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a huge challenge with uh, Northwestern coming to town next week. Here's a bars again. He's going to take it to the short side of the field. This time he's going to be hit, and down he goes. Run out of bounds at about the 30-yard line. Over there again for Northwestern was uh, Ethan Stoffrin. Stoffrin, the linebacker on that side for the Mustangs. In fact, it was a couple of yard loss as they bring the ball back to the 29-yard line. Hastings now looking at a third down situation. Third down and six yards to go. Moving from our left to our right here in this second quarter to play. Hastings with two wide receivers split out to the right side. One wide receiver to the left. Bars in the backfield. Simon Diego has got the ball under pressure. Simon Diego is going to be sacked at the 27-yard line. Sam Diego wanted to run with a football, and then he was uh, sacked back here. Again, Stauffer into the stop for the uh, Morningside Mustangs. Also getting some help from a defensive lineman who's in there now. And that's going to be uh, Chase Rice, the uh, product out of Grand Island. So now it's fourth down. Fourth down and eight yards to go. The ball is pushed back here to about the 27-yard line. Brandon Buckle back into the ball game to punt here for Hastings. There's the kick. High kick, not very long. Goes to the far side. That's going to go out of bounds. They go out of bounds into the uh, the Bronco bench. We'll see where the officials will spot this one as they come up the field. They're going to spot it at the 44-yard line. So not a very good kick by uh, Buckle. Now with four minutes and 38 seconds to play, that was only a 16-yard kick. When it rains, it pours. Yep, absolutely. You know, we talk about this Morningside team, and you think they uh, they do bring a few transfers in, but look at their roster. It's over 95% laced with Iowa, Nebraska, and South Dakota players. So it's not like they get a whole lot of uh, guys from the California and Texas areas as uh, some of the other teams in the GPAC like to bring in. Kasdorf stays in there with Morningside out on top. Read option. He's going to run it himself across the 40, 35, 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he is run out of bounds at the one-yard line. Kasdorf run out of bounds at the one-yard line. And the Morningside Mustangs are threatening to tack on another one. That was just a simple read option play. They took it to the wide side of the field. Kasdorf got outside of the quarterback. Run out of bounds down at the Hastings College one. Well, and again, just great blocking on the outside. We look at Kasdorf. He had rushed for 112 yards coming in. We'll give him 40 three on that carry, and it's a first and goal for Morningside. Here's Cavan. He takes it into the end zone for the touchdown untouched. Tyler Cavan scores from one yard out. Yep, they score again. 
Well, for Cavan, that is three touchdowns in the ball game today. And I'm just looking at the, the uh, stats here. That is three carries, three touchdowns. Every time he's touched the football here today, he has scored. For Cavan, it's 65 yards, 34 yards, and a one-yard plunge. And it is now 48-7, to 4.15 left to go. And the PAT coming. Brent Cochran Bray back out there. Attempt to PAT has been perfect today. Ball is down. The kick is up. And that one is going to be good. Just inside the uh, left upright. So the PAT is good by Cochran Bray. Four minutes and 15 seconds to play. We're still in the first half. The score is Morningside 49, Hastings College 7. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletics. Teams and coaches get to Rivals every Thursday and Friday until 11 p.m. and enjoy half-price appetizers before and after the game. Remember, Thursday night is pizza night, so stop in and get your pizza to stay or to take it with you. Open daily at 11 a.m. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City today. Hastings College football from 1230 KHAS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Your internet streaming brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings does that. You can find out more. You can log on to www.hastings.edu. 49-7 is the score. Hastings trailing Morningside, and now the ball falls off with a tee just as Brent Cochran Bray approaches the thing. It just fell off of there. Some will try this again. Oh, i just looking at some numbers here again. They've uh, Morningside has run the football just nine times today for 186 yards. Kasdorf has thrown the football ten times for 136 yards and a couple of touchdowns. They really haven't had the football a whole lot. They've only got three first downs. You start trying to put some positives on. It's just been big plays. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff to talk about at halftime, but the things are not going the way Hastings College wanted them to go today. And we knew coming in this was going to be a huge, huge challenge for Hastings. All right, here comes the uh, run-up in the boot. They're going to hold it on the tee this time, and a pretty good kick is going to sail into the end zone. And Hastings will take a knee, and the Broncos get it on the touchback. So, Hastings will have the ball here with four minutes and 15 seconds to play. Yeah, if you were caught in the hot dog line at the beginning of the ball game, uh, Morningside scored just 28 seconds into the contest. A 65-yard touchdown run, and they, they haven't looked back. No. 49-7. to so Hastings will come out here from the 25-yard line. Cruz Samaniego will have wide receivers to the left and to the right. Now we've got Darvante Knight in the backfield for Hastings. Samaniego waiting for the snap. He grabs it, throws it far side, caught here at the 30, out to the 33-yard line. That's going to be Johnson grabbing the ball there. Tackle is made by Derek Dyson, the cornerback on that right side for the Morningside defense. A pickup of about seven yards in the play as they bring the ball close to the 32-yard line. Second down and three yards to go now. Noah House, Schamberger split out wide to the right side of the formation. Two wide outs to the left. Sam Diego has got the ball, fakes it. Now looks like he wants to run it, and he does, and he's dropped here at the 34-yard line. Going to be about a yard shy of a first down. A little indecision there. 
Simon Yango didn't know if he wanted to throw it, and he chunks it, and then he had second thoughts, and he finally commits himself, and he brings the ball to the 34, where he's stopped about a yard shy of the first down stakes. Well, and I think Cruz knew exactly where he was on the football field, and he knew if he tried to throw it, he was going to be across the line of scrimmage, which would have flagged him, so he wisely just tucked it up, picked up about a yard, and now the crowd uh, getting uh, loud here with a 49-7 lead as the Broncos look at a third down and less than one. Sam Diego hands them all the way to Devontae Knight, and Devontae is going to pick up the first down, but just uh, just by the skin of his teeth there as he brings it to the 36-yard line. So a first down there for Hastings College. As they move the sticks, we're down to two minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Tanner Peterson into the stop there for Morningside. Peterson reserve defensive lineman, six foot one, 235-pound senior. So Hastings with the ball in their own 36. They're trailing the ball game by a score of 49-7 to in this first half. Here's Davante Knight again, spins away from would-be tackler, and wow. he's buried about to 39. Tackle is made in there by Taylor James, a hard-hitting safety coming up to uh, make the stop there. As Davante Knight is knocked down and knocked down hard at the 39. So it's going to bring up a second down and six situation. Ball resting between the 39 and 40-yard line. Hastings moving left to right here in this second period. Trailing by a bunch. It's already 49-7. to Morningside has got to lead. Sam Diego throws the ball. There's a broken pattern there. He took it to the far sideline. Wallace was cutting inward. The pass came out toward the sideline. Miscommunication there. It's going to be an incomplete pass. It's going to bring up a third down situation. Third down and six yards to go. You know, the best part of this trip when we come to Sioux City is usually we get to eat at our most favorite restaurant on the way home. That might be the case here today. Yeah, that's probably going to be the one thing we're going to highlight. Going to enjoy the going to enjoy the most. Third down here. Third down and six yards to go. Here's Hastings running with the ball. That's Sam Diego. He's caught in the backfield and he's going to be dropped down here. Sam Diego running for his life as he brings the ball to the 43 yard line where he is run over by Austin Allen. A big six foot four, 250 pound junior out of Spencer, Iowa. And now he seems to be looking at a fourth down situation here. Now we got a penalty flag down, I see on the far side of the field. That's going to be a personal foul face mask call. That's going to go on morning signs. That's going to cost the Mustangs some yardage here, and he seems to have a first down. So the Broncos are going to be forced to punt there. The penalty flag is down right here at the 48 yard line where Simon Diego was. Pulled down to the turf, so Hastings gets a break again as they bring the ball now into Morningside territory. They'll put the ball down to 42. Broncos running with a minute and 48 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Boy, for the Bronco coaching staff, what do you say at halftime? Hmm. <laughs> Where do you start? Wide receivers again, left and right, two to each side of the formation here. San Diego backs up. Here comes the pressure. San Diego throws it down the right sideline. It's going to be incomplete, nearly intercepted. Out there in the pattern there for Hastings College as the Broncos continue to shuttle their guys in there. That's Antonio Duncan. Or yeah, Antonio Duncan who's in the Paul game now. A product out of Miami, Florida. That was almost intercepted as Duncan was fighting for the ball back there. Second down and 10 yards to go. So yeah. Second down and 10 for the 42 of Morningside. Cruz just trying to find some sort of life here to give a little bit of momentum or a little spark to Hastings before they go in here at halftime. Uh, Broncos looking at his second down and 10 here. 
There's Sam and Diego, fakes the ball to Fowler. Now he's going to run it around the right end, and he's run out of bounds here at about the 39 or 40-yard line. So Cruz Samaniego running the ball a little bit more here today in this ball game against Morningside. He picks up about, what, three yards in the play as he moves it to the 39. That stops the clock down with a minute and 23 seconds to play here in the first half from Sioux City this afternoon. Johnson splits out wide left. Glenn Wallace will also go that way. Antonio Duncan is your wide receiver to the right side of the formation. Sam Diego wants to throw, backs up. Swings it out here. Fowler's got the ball. Fowler to the 38-yard line where he's run out of bounds here on the near sideline. Austin Allen over here making the stop for Morningside. And that was a pickup of only about a yard or so. And now Hastings looking at fourth down. Fourth down and six. There comes the punt team back out there for Hastings. Broncos will punt with a clock down to a minute and 16 seconds to play here in the second quarter. Brandon Buckle. He backs up here as he stands at his own 46-yard line. Morningside has got a man back deep at the 10. Hastings kicking into the wind here in this second quarter. Bacos kick again, flutters in the air, high. That goes out of bounds here on the near sideline. He had a 16-yard kick the last time. Line of scrimmage here was the 38-yard line, and it's going to be down at the 20. So a 16- and 18-yard punt by Brandon Bacos, a former Grand Island Northwest Viking. So now it's going to be Morningside with the ball at their own 20-yard line. His foot's getting sore. He's had to kick the football uh, a lot here in this first half. We see Morningside just taking their sweet time, trotting out on the field. A minute nine left to go here till halftime. Looks like a lot of activities shaping up here for halftime. A lot of people around. Uh, one guy, in, for instance, uh, got inducted into the M Hall of Fame. One of the guys we uh, covered years ago, Craig Foby. What an outstanding quarterback he was. You think? Kasdorf's good. Phoebe was uh, was the, uh, the real deal. So first down and 10 here from Morningside for their own 20. They're going to air it out down in the center of the field. That's going to be caught down here at the Hastings College 45-yard line. Nice reception made there by Tender Versteg. Versteg, a sophomore from Little Rock, Iowa. That's a first down for Morningside. They're going to keep their foot on the old, the old accelerator here. Here's uh, Tanner Vandersleg again as they move it down the near sideline. Another completed pass down here to the 37-yard line. So they, they don't sit on the ball with uh, under a minute and a half to go. They just throw the ball downfield, and they're looking for more. We've it's, been around for all 14 years of Steve Ryan's career. He does not know how to remove the foot from the gas pedal. 49-7 to seven is the score. Morningside looking for more here. There's another pass that's going to be thrown. It's going to be caught at the 38, across the 35 to the 30. Morningside is going to have a... Another first down as he's swinging out to the right side. Another first down for uh, Morningside as they shuttle their guys in here now. So first down and 10 for the Morningside Mustangs down here at the Hastings College 29. Again, they swing it out there. That's going to be Cavan, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and he's going to be brought down at the two-yard line. Actually, he runs into the back of uh, one of his men downfield blocking as Caban was trying to get into the end zone, he kind of shoved his guy blocking there, and he was held up just in time. And Hastings knocks him down at the, the one-yard line. Morningside looking for more. They hand the ball away to Caban, and he walks it into the end zone. Takes it off a left tackle and walks it in. 55-7. to seven. We're still in the first half. Oh, goodness. For Caban, that is now... 
Listen up. Four carries, four touchdowns in the ball game. Back-to-back one-yard touchdown runs for Cavan. He's got one reception for 27 yards in the game. Kasdorf with 214. And the Mustangs are up 55-7 to with 24 seconds left to go. The PAT pending. All right, here comes uh, Brent Cochran Bray back out there. He's been perfect today. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is through the pipes. It is good. Holy moly. Holy moly is all I can say. We've got uh, 24 seconds to play in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Morningside, 56. Hastings College, 7. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. Well, when I saw that earlier this year, Jimmy, when they put 86 up on Nebraska Westland, I said, how in the heck can they score 86 points? Well, we're still in the first half, and it's 56. 56 to 7. Morningside's got the lead. And you laugh at me because I bring a pencil sharpener to games like this. I have to go to Eeks and get the industrial strength pencil sharpener for games like this. I've about gone through a pencil Unofficially, 401 yards total offense for Morningside here in this ball game, and they have only run 19 offensive plays. There's the kickoff. Arvante Knight bringing it back, and he's going to be hit down at the 15-yard line. 19 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Actually, check that. 24 offensive plays, 14 pass plays, and 10 rushing and they've got the, that much yardage again. This with team coming in, uh, averaging well over 550 yards. Averaging uh, 53 points a game, uh, 53.8. So they're, uh, again, all they're advertised to, to do. And, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have a microphone in the locker room. This would be interesting. A 56-7 to 7 deficit. And, boy, let's just get in the locker room. All right, we got uh, Simon Diego coming back out there for Hastings. He's got the ball. He's going to hand it away. That's going to be Darvante Knight as he brings the ball to the 18-yard line. And we're going to have a penalty flag come flying in. From behind the Hastings College offense, it's probably a holding call. There's a flag down. We have a personal foul. A chop block on the Broncos. A personal foul on Hastings. That's going to bring things back toward the goal line. I was just thinking, I I came up here during the winter for uh, basketball last year. I don't know if Morningside scored 56 points in basketball at halftime. In fact, I know they didn't. Yeah, 56 to 7. is. You're already looking at the record books. I, uh, that's, that's not good. That's not good. I, I usually dig out this record sheet and kind of see where we're at here at halftime with some of the numbers. All right, first down and long for Hastings after the chop block penalty. First down and 18 yards to go. Don't make a mistake down here, guys. And, no, they're not going to. Yeah, time runs out. We're done. We're done in the first half. All morning side. Wow. The third-ranked team in the nation flexing their muscles, so to speak, here against... Hastings College in action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. We have reached halftime in Sioux City at Elwood Olsen Stadium. The score is Morningside 56, Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. 
Through Monday, Bruce Furniture invites you to discover a whole new world of comfort and savings. New sofas, power recliners, dining sets, bedrooms, mattresses, and floor coverings are on display at Bruce Furniture. Plus, through Columbus Day, there's store-wide savings and special financing available up to 24 months. Subject to credit approval, see store for details. But it ends Monday. Discover new ways to make your home more beautiful and relaxing from the floor on up. And get free delivery at Bruce Furniture. Carney, Holridge, Alliance, and Hastings. Every style, every budget, just right for you. go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of them. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City. It is Morningside out on top of Hastings College here at the break. The score is 56. There's seven. The Mustangs out on top. They got on the scoreboard in the first 28 seconds of the ball game on a 65-yard run by Tyler Cavan, and they have not looked back as Morningside's got a big lead over Hastings here in the first half, 56-7 to at halftime. Halftime numbers brought to you by rival Sports Bar and Grill of Hastings, home of the $6.99 daily lunch specials, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. We may have to check that out with the way this game is going today. Numbers in the first half just handed to me official numbers. Again, uh, Morningside putting up some big, big numbers. I had them unofficially at 401, officially 403 of total offense in that first half. 13 first downs for the Mustangs. They rushed it nine times for 184 yards. And we've talked about Kasdorf in the first half, the quarterback. He's went all the way, 10 of 14 passing and 219 yards. Just 23 offensive plays operated by Morningside in that first half. We look on down the line here. Uh, penalties in the ball game, six for 85 for Morningside. Time of possession, six minutes and 14 seconds. Is all Morningside has had the ball, and they've got 56 points on the board. Look at some individual leaders. Tyler Cavan having a big game. Four carries, 101 yards. He's got four touchdowns. That's right, four carries, four touchdowns, 101 yards. Connor Niles with a carry and 44 yards. And Kasdorf, the quarterback, has two carries and 33 yards. Receiving numbers for Morningside, Connor Niles, four catches, 93 yards. He's got a touchdown. Tyler Verstig, two receptions and 43 yards. Tyler Cavan has a catch. 428 yards. Defensive leaders in that first half, Ethan Stofferin with nine total tackles, Taylor James with eight, and Zach Schleger with seven. Chad Berg rounds out the tackling totals with six in that first half. For Hastings College, the Broncos with 15 first downs 
in the first half. They rushed it 27 times for 73 yards. Cruz Samaniego has gone all the way at quarterback here, as, uh, as expected. Cruz 15 of 28, one interception, and he has thrown for 79 yards in the ballgame. So 55 offensive plays, that's a lot in a, in a half of football. 152 total yards. The Broncos penalized five times for 36 yards in the Broncos' time of possession. 23-46 for Hastings. Leading rushers today in the ballgame, Cruz, Cruz Samaniego leading the way. He's got 13 carries, 28 yards. Darvante Knight has seven carries and 26 yards. Jake Fowler just three carries and 12 yards. Receiving numbers today, Richard Schamberger with five set receptions, 35 yards. He's got the one touchdown for the Broncos in the game. Jaden Sanchez, two receptions for 12. And Glenn Wallace, two for four. Jordan Johnson also has two for 12. And leading tackler in the ballgame, Zach Parmenter with three. Jordan Clancy with three. Jacob Tarr and Dustin Nolly with one apiece. But we talked about it on the way up. We talked about it last week. Just a, uh, yeah, they mess that up all the time. I looked at that again and thought that that wasn't right there. on the, Zach Parmenter. Yeah, it's it's. That's uh, McBride. Yeah, Kelly McBride. Every place we go, they get that <laughs> yeah. messed up. Zach Parmeter is uh, not playing on defense. In fact, he's probably not even here today. Yeah, so that's a, a misprint there. Ray Bars, we did find out our mystery guy. He's been in the game and had a few carries, but we've talked about this game coming up uh, on our road trips and coming up here today. We knew it was going to be a tall order, and the Broncos have really uh, – they, they started out rough, and it, it's uh, – been a disastrous first half. It's a 56 to 7 halftime lead for Morningside. All right, so we're at halftime here. We'll take a one minute timeout. We'll come back and check the scoring in the first half. We got kind of an extended halftime today because of the homecoming activities here in Sioux City. So we'll take a one minute timeout. We'll come back and check all the scoring in the first half as we continue with Bronco football on 1230 KHAS. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's now uses the new environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust at 201 East South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in Sioux City. Again, we're at halftime with Hastings College football today. It's 56-7. to Morning signs got the lead over Hastings at the break. Put your feet up, grab your favorite beverage, because this is uh, the scoring updates. It's going to take a while here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Morning signs uh, getting on the scoreboard first at the 14-32 mark of the first quarter. And just 28 seconds into the ballgame, their second offensive play. Tyler Cavan goes 65 yards for a touchdown. They had the extra point by Brett Cochran Bray, and they had an early 7 to nothing lead in the ballgame. Morningside then getting a 64-yard touchdown pass on their next series from Ryan Kasdorf to Connor Niles. They go two plays, 80 yards. 
in just 27 seconds on the PAT. They lead by a score of 14 to nothing. Chad Berg then recovers a fumble and returns it 41 yards for a touchdown. That occurred at the 321 mark of the first quarter. Morningside had a 21 to nothing lead. And just before the end of the first period, Tyler Cavan rips off a 34-yard run to cap off a two-play 78-yard drive. And Morningside had a 28 to nothing lead heading into quarter number two. Hastings finally got on the scoreboard on an 11-yard touchdown pass from Cruz Samaniego to Rashid Schamberger. That one covers 11 yards. That was a nice drive for Hastings. 12 plays, 77 yards. Took them four minutes and 53 seconds. Broncos finally get on the scoreboard to make it a 28-7 ball game. The Morningside wasn't done as they get a, another touchdown pass thrown here. Brian Kasdorf to Jason Vanderkui. That one covers 25 yards following the PAT. Morningside at a 35-7 lead. Morningside scores again on a 32-yard interception return for a touchdown from Zach Schlager. Following the PAT, Morningside had a 42-7 lead. They scored two more times in the first half. Tyler Cavan from one yard out at the 4-15 mark to cap off a two-play 44-yard drive. Going on top 49-7. Then a five-play 80-yard drive to cap off the first half as a Cavan goes in from one yard out. And that's the way we stand here at halftime. It is 56-7. We mentioned kind of the lack of plays, but they had a two-play 65-yard drive. They had a two-play 80-yard drive. They had a fumble return for that touchdown. They had a two-play 78-yard drive that took all of 30 seconds. They also had the uh, touchdown pass thrown to Vander Cooey. That was a three-play 51-yard drive in a minute and seven seconds. They had the interception return for a touchdown. Then their last two possessions were two plays 44 yards in 23 seconds and five plays 80 yards in 45 seconds. So Morningside putting up a lot of numbers, a lot of scores here in the first half and a short amount of time run off the clock. And right now the Morningside Mustangs cruising here in this Great Plains Athletic Conference ball game over Hastings College. The score at the break is Morningside 56 and Hastings College 7. Coming up, we've got the Scholar Athlete of the Week from Hastings College. And then we've got the scoreboard show coming up. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation in major college football today. Bailey Crow will have that in just a few minutes. Got the second half straight ahead, so don't go away. The Broncos with a lot of wood to chop, so to speak, here in the second half. Hastings is trailing at halftime. It's a Morningside 56. Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Through 
Monday. Bruce Furniture invites you to discover a whole new world of comfort and savings. New sofas, power recliners, dining sets, bedrooms, mattresses, and floor coverings are on display at Bruce Furniture. Plus, through Columbus Day, there's store-wide savings and special financing available up to 24 months. Subject to credit approval, see store for details. But it ends Monday. Discover new ways to make your home more beautiful and relaxing from the floor on up. And get free delivery at Bruce Furniture. Connie, Holridge, Alliance, and Hastings. Every style, every budget, just right for you. It's time now for the Scholar Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Hastings has something for everyone. What would the world look like if it was filled with Hastings College alumni in every field of endeavor? Frankly, that's a trick question because there are Hastings College alumni filling important positions from Ireland to China, Omaha to Kazakhstan. Many are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. Our KHAS Radio Scholar Athlete this week is football player Anthony Floyd. Originally from Omaha, he went to high school at Millard South. He's a sophomore this year majoring in biology with a chemistry minor and has a perfect 4.0 GPA. Anthony Floyd got a little bit of playing time on varsity as a freshman. This year, 15 rushes for 51 yards coming into this game. You've heard Mike Will call his name a few times. Other interests besides football, academic accomplishments, including the CARE group, the College Acquaintance Rape Educators, also Peer Mentors, New Student Days Committee. He plays guitar in the Sunday Night Live Worship Band. Anthony Cloyd, the KHAS Radio Scholar Athlete of the Week this week. The Scholar Athlete brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings College does that. Do you have an aching back, a bum shoulder, or a trick knee? Does the thought of vacuuming, climbing up bleachers, or reaching for the top shelf make you cringe? Does pain keep you awake at night or prevent you from enjoying life? If so, you may need to see the orthopedic specialists at Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings. The kind, caring, experienced staff of PTSR can help speed up your recovery. Whether you're injured on the job, at home, or at play, PTSR is the place to be. Call PTSR 402-462-8824 or visit them at PTSR Hastings.com. The Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard is brought to you by ASAP. Those letters stand for Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. And good afternoon, everyone. This is Bailey Crow here with you in the KHAS studios with your halftime scores. As you just heard, from the Morningside Hastings College game. Scary situation. This Morningside is up right now, 56-7 to at halftime. Got a couple other games going on in the GPAC right now. Currently in the third quarter, Doan is on top of Dakota Wesleyan, 35-17. to At the end of the third quarter, Concordia handling Dakota Wesleyan pretty well. Score that, 40-7. to Also at the end of the third quarter, Dort on top of Trinity Bible College. 42 to 6. We've got one other GPAC game going on today. Later tonight, actually, it's Briar Cliff taking on Midland, and that game's going on at 7 p.m. Moving on now to NCAA Division I football. As I look up here in the TV we have conveniently placed in the studio, the Nebraska Wisconsin game, still scoreless right now, with about 17 seconds left in the first quarter. 
some other Big Ten games going on right now. You've got Michigan on top of Northwestern, about three minutes left in the first quarter. Score that 14 to nothing. You've also got Purdue on top of Minnesota, 6 to nothing, about two minutes left in the first quarter. Some finals from the Big Ten today. You've got Iowa took down Illinois. Final score, 29 to 20. Ohio State handled Maryland earlier today. Final score, 49 to 28. You've also got Penn State taking care of Indiana. Final score, 29 to 7. And later tonight for Big Ten, at 7 o'clock, you got Michigan State taking on Rutgers. Going to take a short 30-second break, and when I come back, we'll get some more scores from the NCAA Division I. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP. ASAP is proud to introduce the Challenging College Alcohol Abuse Program in our community. Challenging College Alcohol Abuse is an evidence-based positive social norm campaign that works to reduce binge drinking episodes in college students. This program corrects misperceptions regarding attitudes towards alcohol and encourages the development of policies to maintain a safe environment for all students. For more information, please contact ASAP at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. All right, and here are your scores from NCAA Division One, Top 25. Right now, we've got Toledo on top of Kent State right now. Score of that is 14-7, about nine minutes in the second quarter. Navy and Notre Dame all tied up about the end of the first. Score 7-7. Seven seven. You've got LSU on top of South Carolina right now. Score of that 7-3 with about two minutes left in the first quarter. Also got Georgia on top of Tennessee, seven to nothing, about six minutes in the first quarter. Also Clemson on top of Georgia Tech, ten to three, three minutes in the first quarter. Some finals from today's game. Baylor shot down the Kansas Jayhawks. Final score of that sixty six to seven. Texas comes out on top of Oklahoma in the big game there. Final score of that twenty four to seventeen. Old Miss handled New Mexico State today. Final score, 52-3. Some other games that you can see tonight. You got Alabama taking on Arkansas at 6 o'clock. You got Oklahoma State versus West Virginia also at 6 o'clock. You got Boise State taking on Colorado. And then at 6.30, TCU takes on Kansas State. Also at 6.30, Florida takes on Missouri. 7 o'clock. Miami takes on Florida State in the big game there. 9 o'clock tonight, you can see California take on Utah. Well, that's all we've got for scores here and other games that are coming up tonight. We'll take a break here, and after that break, we'll get you back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Parcell. You've been listening to the Hastings College Halftime Scoreboard, brought to you by ASAP, Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change the attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Stay tuned. The second half is coming up on your home and away voice of the Hastings College Broncos, 1230 KHAS. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. 
Keep your vehicle in top running condition. Rely on the trained professional mechanics at Halloran Automotive. They'll have your car, truck, or van ready for changing driving conditions. Safe driving starts with a stop at Halloran Automotive, 2001 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE Internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your Internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hi, Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here in uh, Sioux City today. It's 56-7 to as Hastings College is trailing the Morningside Mustangs here at the break. Again, the Morningside putting 403 yards of total offense on the board in the first half. Had just 23 plays and had 403 yards. Hastings 55 plays, 152 yards. That's a offensive and defensive machine here today as Morningside's Got the lead over Hastings College 56 to 7. Again, we've got an extended halftime going on because of all the homecoming uh, activities. And we've got the Morningside band continues to, to play on the field. I think we got some additional scores we're going to pass along to you from the NCAA ranks as uh, we receive them here in the press room at the uh, Elwood Olsen Stadium in uh, Sioux City today. What's going on in uh, college football? Bailey touched on some of them. We'll go uh, over a few more here. Old Mills Miss downs New Mexico State today, 52-3. It was Duke over Army, 44-3. Again, Baylor beats, uh, boy, Kansas is bad. Kansas gets beat today, 66-7. Again, Texas downs uh, Oklahoma, 24-17. Iowa with a 29-20 win over Illinois. Ohio State, they get things rolling again. They win 49-28 over Maryland. It was Penn State over Indiana, 29-7. We see Florida International, 52, University of Texas, El Paso, 12. I've been waiting for that one, yeah. I know you had. I, I've seen that sheet over there. Western Kentucky downs Middle Tennessee State today, 58-28. to It was Temple over Tulane. The Green Wave goes down, 49-10. to Temple wins that ball game. Western Michigan beats Central Michigan, 41-39. to And we see it was Pittsburgh beating Virginia 26-19. Thursday night's games, Houston down SMU 49-28, and uh, Washington upended USC 17-12. Steve Sarkeesian not uh, having a, a very good go-outer here for for USC. But uh, so far, that's what we got going on in major college football. I see that uh, scrolling down here, Nebraska and Wisconsin. Nebraska and Wisconsin have uh, gone into the second quarter. Still no score there. No surprise. We see that uh, Massachusetts is uh, trailing Bowling Green 35-17. It is Ohio U 27, Miami of Ohio 3. That ball game in the third quarter. Looking on down here, uh, LSU South Carolina. They had to move that football game from from South Carolina to LSU. It is a a 7-3 lead for the Tigers into the first quarter. It is Georgia out in front of Tennessee, 7-0. Clemson has now extended their lead. They lead Georgia Tech 17-3, almost to the end of the first quarter there. South Florida with a 6-0 lead over Syracuse. See Texas Tech with a 17-7 lead over Iowa State. That ball game is just in the second quarter. 
And Jim Harbaugh, he's got things are running there. This I thought would be a little closer game than this, but almost the end of the first quarter, 32 seconds left. It's uh, Michigan 21, Northwestern nothing. Northwestern undefeated, both wow. teams going into that ball game. So some strange things again. Nebraska-Wisconsin in the second quarter, no score. And another Big Ten score, Purdue. Almost surprising Michigan State last week. They've got a 6-3 to lead over Minnesota. Minnesota was supposed to be a, a better football team. They were beat last week. So a lot of strange things happening in the uh, in the Big Ten. All right, so we're at halftime again, getting ready for the second half here this afternoon. Hastings College is trailing Morningside by a score of 56-7. to We'll take a break and come back. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels Downtown Hastings. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home, New View Real Estate is the perfect solution. Listen to one of their satisfied customers. We just purchased our new home from New View Real Estate in Hastings, and I am so glad that we did. Ann, Dana, and Connie were amazing to work with, and I would recommend these ladies to anyone looking to buy or sell a home. They are reliable and professional and are just wonderful to work with. Hi, this is Ann Halbert with New View Real Estate in Hastings. If we can be of any service to you too, please give us a call at 462-9111. We're located at 1239 North Burlington, and we look forward to meeting you soon. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here in Sioux City at Elwood Olson Stadium. The Morningside Mustangs out on top of Hastings College by a score of 56-7. to Yeah, Morningside puts 56 points on the board here in the first half against the Hastings College D, and we'll... See what the kind of adjustments the Broncos have made here defensively in this uh, second half. Could turn into a very long uh, two quarters of play here. Boy, it seemed like the first half took a, a real long time. And you talk about what Hastings College could say in the locker room uh, trailing 56-7. to seven. What what does Steve Ryan, what what does he say? Do they, they sit back in the lazy boys and eat, ice cream. eat down some ice cream and... Watch a watch watch the TV. I mean, they're this is a situation they're they're used to. It's all too common for for Morningside. Uh, boy, yeah, this is not the first team that they have done this to. Who brought them into the conference anyway? Well, Who's, whose idea was that? Well, I think it was Sioux Falls. They they needed somebody to pass the torch to, and uh, when the coup got out and went to Division Two. They passed the baton to Steve Ryan and the Morningside Mustangs, and they have continued to run like a fine-tuned 4-by-100-meter relay team. Doesn't Sioux Falls want to have a counterpart in the Division II ranks? Don't they want to bring some of the team up there? They could, they could go play just right down the road. They should. They could take Northwestern with them. Then it would be a much more balanced conference, uh, at least as far as football aspects of it goes. But uh, I think morning. Was Morningside at one time uh, Division Three yeah. some years back? That's what I was thinking. And then, and they, then they, they just they disbanded their football program. Yeah, yeah. and boy, they. And then they came back as a club football team for a couple of years, and then they joined the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and the rest is history. They've kind of run the table since then. Yeah, they've really uh, they've really taken things over again. Eleven straight appearances in the NAIA national tournament. They're they don't sit around and wait on uh, call day when it's uh, down to the final sixteen teams that the NAIA. Select. They're uh, they know they're in, and they're 
they're usually one of the top teams. Again, this was the number one ranked team in the NAI until they played Wisconsin Whitewater. I was shocked that they actually took a drop in the rankings because it was a Division One, Division Three school, and uh, the amount of national championships that Whitewater has won is uh, amazing. They've got a great program as well, and they should have probably beat that team. But anyway, it's a third-rated team in the uh, the NAI, and we're ready to get things underway. Hastings College will get the football. It'll be Gildan and Knight back deep for Hastings College. The ball blows off the tee. Broncos in a in a huge hole, fifty-six to seven. <laughs> that, that's to say what, the least. What else would you call it? It is a big hole, but I've seen stranger things happen. If they can score 56 points in the first half, why can't we? Why well, you, can't we score 56 points in the second half? I've done a lot of games with you. I, I don't know what dream that happened in because it wasn't a game we've ever done. All right, here's the run-up in the boot now by Morningside. It's going to be fielded here by Darvante Knight at the five-yard line. Quickly back to the 10, 15, angles left side, 25-30, out to the 35-yard line. So Darvante Knight bringing the ball back up to the 35. That's where Hastings College will start here. In this second half of play, we've seen a bunch of new guys out there for Hastings here in this first half. And we'll see what we have in store for half number two. Simon Diego is going to stay in there at quarterback for Hastings. Jaden Sanchez is out there. Wide receiver to the left. Noah House, Austin Curley. Wide receivers to the right side of the formation. In the backfield, they're going to have Darvante Knight. They fake the ball to him. Now they throw it out here to Rasheed Schamberger. That's actually a loss in the play. Back here to the 32-yard line, a loss of two yards. So they swing it out here, and a completed pass for a loss. Logan Rosenboom, the safety, coming up to make this stop there for the Morningside defense. Rosenboom, a sophomore, 5'11", 215-pounder out of Hartley, Iowa. A loss of two yards in the play on the completed pass. Second down and 12 yards to go, just underway here in the third quarter. Morningside's got the lead over Hastings, 56-7 is the score. Second down and 12 from the 31. Here's a handoff. Darvante Knight spinning in a hole at the 31, and he's going to be ridden down and ridden down to the turf hard by Zach Schlanger, the all-conference linebacker from a year ago. Schlanger, the leading tackler in the team, coming into the football game this afternoon. He had 43. He's already intercepted a pass and runner back the other way for a touchdown. He got the tackle there, and he rips down Darvante Knight for another yard loss. That's going to bring up third down and 13 yards to go. So Hastings has run two plays here in the third quarter. A net gain of minus three. Two wide receivers to each side now. Devontae Knight just to the left of the quarterback. Cruz Simon Yego is this looking at third down and 13. They come with a blitz. Cruz throws the ball. It's going to be off of the fingertips of his intended receiver. Schamberger out here at the 42-yard line. He would not have had enough for a first down. Hastings College goes three plays and out to begin the Third quarter of play, they'll have to punt the football away. Well, and not the start they wanted in the second half. He was hoping for kind of a long, time-consuming drive. They've been able to move the football a little bit against this morning side defense, but they're going to give the football away right away back to uh, to the Mustangs. Bockle in for yet another punt. He has punted an awful lot today here in this ballgame. Chad Berg is back there. Brent Buckman is back there now. Berg backs up, signals for the fair catch, drops the football. It is still loose down here at the 15-yard line. Big, big pile up down here. I think Morningside got back on it again. No, maybe not. Well, they're officials yeah, they're are, signal. Yeah, I'm pointing the Morningside's way. The Hastings guys are pointing their way, but that's not the case. And Morningside gets back on top of the football. Taj Willingham come up uh, out of the pile with the football, but they ruled it. That's just what it, when, when it rains, it pours, and that's kind of what's happening here today. It has been a lot of big plays by Morningside, 
off the arm of Kasdorf. It's been the running of Kavan and the special teams play. A couple of defensive touchdowns for Morningside and now Kasdorf in this offense. And if you think Kasdorf's going to come out of the game anytime soon, it probably won't happen for a while. That's not the way Steve Ryan likes to do it. All right, so we've got uh, Morningside back out there. And we do have a new quarterback yes, out do. there. There's a throw to the near side now. We're here to the uh, 12-yard line. So into the ball game now for uh, Morningside at quarterback is going to be Trent Solzma. Solzma is six foot, 215 pounds, a freshman out of Dakota Dunes, South Dakota. So Solzma is now in the ball game here for Morningside. I have a funny feeling everybody that's dressed in the crimson going to get into the football game. That's a bunch of them down here. On this near sideline, Solzma wants to throw a pass across the middle. It's going to be caught out here at the 25-yard line. Tanner Verstake grabbing the ball there for Morningside. He pulls her into the 25-yard line. That's going to be a Mustang first down. So Solzma is now in the ball game as the quarterback to begin this second half of play. There's a running play down to the near side. He's going to be chopped down just as he brings the ball across the 25 to the 26-yard line. See, yeah, Wesley Dvorak is now in the ball game. We're going to see all new guys here for uh, Morningside with this 56-7 to lead. Yeah, and you look down at the sidelines, and there are a lot of them, like you said, a lot of them in uniform uh, here today. For their uh, homecoming ball game, there's a pass to the near side. It's going to be off of the fingertips of the intended receiver, Michael Whitehead. Solzman delivers that one up high. And it's going to bring up a third down situation. We talk about uh, Steve Ryan pulling Kasdorf out. Uh, there's been some games he's left the starters in well through the uh, through three quarters of play, but uh, he likes to protect his quarterback, and I don't expect to see the starters now that they're out of there. And, and officially, it'll be 214 yards for Kasdorf in just one half of football, and we're going to have a timeout. Timeout, Hastings. All right, so the Broncos call a timeout early in the second half. We've got 12 minutes and eight seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, we'll take a break with a score of Morningside 56, Hastings College 7. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, basking in the sunshine here today in Sioux City. Up in the 70s, not a cloud in the sky, and it's hot up here. It's wow. beaming into our press box facilities here. We've got just two little windows open, and I think the, the breeze is going down because things are starting to get uh, get sticky up here. Trent Solzma again is the quarterback for Morningside, the second stringer in there. Here in the second half with Morningside comfortably ahead, 56-70. to 70. Backs up, he throws the ball near side. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Clancy. Did he keep his feet in bounds? Yes, he did. Interception. Jordan Clancy gets the INT for Hastings, and he grabs the ball at the 37-yard line. So Jordan Clancy gets the interception there for Hastings. That's his second interception of the season. And for Solzma, he's been uh, Johnny on the spot as far as uh, his passing numbers are concerned when he's been in there. He had completed 15 out of 17 passes, two touchdowns. That's his first interception of the season. So Kasdorf might be in there sooner than we think. What a great, yeah, what a great move there, uh, athletic move by uh, Jordan Clancy to get uh, make a break on the football. 
Picks it off right in front of the uh, Morningside bench, and now the Broncos in uh, Mustang territory. They've got a first and 10 at the 37-yard line. All right, this is going to be Simon Diego back in there at quarterback. Simon Diego wants to throw, backs up, throws it down the right sideline. Noah House falls down. Penalty flag goes down. Noah House working back here with uh, Christian Walker of Morningside. House just kind of fell down there at about the seven-yard line. Right, that's going to be a penalty chalked up on Morningside for pass interference. Hey, you can hear the disapproval. Yeah, pass interference number one. The disapproval of the Morningside crowd. Hey, folks, you're up 56-7. to seven. It's okay. It's, but the flag down around the 6-7 uh, yard line, they'll march the football downfield, still going down at the 22-yard line. So Hastings College with a golden opportunity to get, a, get some more points on the board. 56-7 to seven is the score. Morningside has got the lead. Hastings now approaching the red zone for Morningside. Wide receivers left and right. Two running backs in the backfield now. They're going to hand the ball away. Fowler's hit in the backfield, and down he goes back here at the 28-yard line. Back at the 28-yard line, he is knocked down in the play. Busting through there is going to be Caden McDonald. McDonald is a sophomore linebacker of Logan, Iowa, comes up and nails Jake Fowler for a loss back here at the 28. That was a loss of, what, five yards in the play. Yeah, big, big loss for uh, Jake Fowler there. Nobody touched the uh, defender coming in, got Jake around the ankles. About five, six yards in the backfield. Second down and 15. Here's a quarterback draw. Simon Diego is going to get the ball to the 27 where he's going to be buried again. The second team defense is out there. Caden McDonald again into the stop for uh, Morningside. That was no gain in the play. And the quarterback draw by Cruz Simon Diego. And now it's third down and 15 yards to go. Just underway here in the third quarter. Jordan Clancy with an interception, giving Hastings an opportunity to put some points on the scoreboard here. But now they're looking at third down and 15 yards to go from the 27-yard line of Morningside. Trips out wide to the right side. One wide receiver to the left. Sam Diego has got the ball, backs up, takes off, runs with it. He goes to the far side to the 30, stiffs on the man at the 25, and he's ridden out of bounds like a cowboy over there at the 25-yard line. And some extracurricular activity again going over there with our quarterback and uh, tackler for Morningside. And on the stop there for the Mustangs is going to be Britton Barrier. Barrier, a 210-pound sophomore from Neola, Iowa. Now Hastings is going to go for a 42-yard field goal attempt here on fourth down and 12 yards to go. So a 42-yard field goal by Nikki G. He missed a... 41-yarder earlier today. There's the kick, and it goes through the pipes. It is good. So, Nikki G connects on a 42-yard field goal. Hastings gets on the board here to begin this uh, third quarter. we got 10 minutes and 12 seconds to play now in the third period. The score is Morningside 56, Hastings College 10. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 1230 KHAS. 
So Hastings College gets an interception from Jordan Clancy. We get a 44-yard field goal or 42-yard field goal from Nicky G as he bangs one home. That's a 56-10 ball game now. Got a good college trailing. Yeah, great kick there. That's uh, that was into that breeze that's been blowing the football off the tee. So a much better kick there by Nikki G. And uh, Broncos put three on the board. They've outscored Morningside three to nothing here in the third quarter. Talk about winning quarters. There's a ball right down to a Berg at the 15. Angles left side 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Dancing across the 40 yard line. Still on his feet to the 44. And he's finally brought down there at the 44-yard line. So a good run back there from Morningside after the kickoff. As Chad Berg brings the ball to the 44. So here comes the Morningside offense back out there. Yeah, and it'll still be the uh, squad that was in there. Kasdorf. Kasdorf's got the golf visor on now, so I don't know that we'll see him unless things would get touchy. Trent Solzma is the guy out there now in quarterback for... The Morningside Mustangs, wide receivers left and right. This is a freshman quarterback seeing some playing time here against the Hastings College number one defense. Solzma backs up, throws the ball here near side, caught it to 42, across the 45, and plows his way out to the 49-yard line. I better scoot over here and grab the depth chart because we got a whole bunch of new guys still out there for the Morningside Mustangs. That's Kendall Lindemann grabbing the ball there for Morningside on the reception as he brings it up to about the 50-yard line. A pickup of six yards in the play. Second down and four yards to go. Trent Solzma with wide receivers left and right. Turns, hands the ball away. Busting through there is going to be Wesley Dvorak. He's got the first down and more as he brings it across the 45 down to about the 44-yard line. So down to the 44-yard line, a first down there for Morningside. Tackle is made in there by Wesley Jardine of Hastings coming up from the Rover spot to make the stop. Morningside with a fresh set of downs here. First down and 10 from the Hastings College, 44. Solzma with the ball. Now to a Dvorak. It loses one man at the 40. Breaks outside, 35-30. And he's run out of bounds down there at the Hastings College 25-yard line. That was Alex Gilden running him out of bounds, but not before Morningside picks up another first down. Hastings College defense not having a real good day today. They've missed a lot of tackles. Yeah, they really have. And uh, Dvorak able to uh, stiff arm the defender, pick up 14 around the right end. That is the ninth first down. And Morningside now, the second and third teamers on the move down at the Bronco 26. Solzma hands the ball away. That's going to be Dvorak as he tries to sweep left side. He's going to be brought down here at the 32-yard line. Over there is Kelly McBride making the stop for Hastings. That's a loss in the play. Good play there by Kelly McBride, the uh, junior out of Austin, Texas. Stays home and makes the play on the ball. A loss of about three yards on the play. Second down and 13 yards to go. Clock is running. 8-19 to play now in the third quarter. 56-10. Morningside's got the lead over Hastings College. Here's Solzma. Backs up. Sets up a screen. Dvorak grabs it at the 30. 25-20. 15. Down to the 10-yard line. Chopped down there by Jordan Clancy. Just gets his little piece on his on his left leg there and knocks him down. He picks up another first down on the screen play to Dvorak as he takes the ball down to the Hastings College 10. And the Mustangs are in the Hastings College red zone again. First down, number 10, and a great catch by Dvorak. That ball was uh, fairly high, and he one-handed it, brought it down, picks up 20, down to the 10. Actually, we'll call it the 11-yard line, knocking on touchdown door yet again. Trent Solzman with the ball, fakes it. 
to Dvorak. Throws it across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get it across the middle to Kendall Lindemann. That was delivered high. It's off of his fingertips in the end zone. Incomplete pass, so it's second down. And officially, what, 10 yards to go. Ball resting between the 10 and the 11-yard line. So second down and officially 10 yards to go for the first down. Second down and about 10 and a half to go for the touchdown. 7.36 to play here in the third quarter. Morningside threatening for more here in this uh, third period. Trent Solzma has got the ball, hands it away to uh, Dvorak, and he's going to be hit down right at the line of scrimmage and getting through there for Hastings and making a nice play on the ball for the Bronco defense was A.J. Hall. A junior linebacker out of California who's into the ball game now. That was a pickup of only one yard in the play as they inch it closer to the 10-yard line. The third down and about nine for the first down. Trent Solzma backs up. Here comes the pressure. Cox the arm, throws the ball. It's caught here at the seven-yard line and brought down. The reception is made there by Morningside's Jay Back, who's into the ball game now. That's Briar Evans. Evans has hit down in the play there by Hastings down around the four-yard line. Now Morningside is going to go for a field goal attempt. Now the Bronco D forced Morningside into a uh, field goal situation. They uh, got it inside the red zone. Again, it's against second and third teamers, but still a little bit of a a mental issue there. They were able to get a stop. 24-yard field goal attempt coming up here from Brent Cochran Bray. A little more than an extra point here where he's been perfect all day. Here comes the 24-yard field goal. That is up and it is good. So Morningside adds a uh, 24-yard field goal here in the third quarter. So we've exchanged field goals now here in the second half. we got six minutes and 25 seconds to play in the third quarter. It's now Morningside 59, Hastings College 10. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. What do you say I visit some of the tailgate parties in the fourth quarter? Huh? We got the smoke starting to stir out in the park. Our assembly across the road here up on the berm is uh, continuing to grow. I think they're going to have a big party over there tonight. Well, I, I think it's grown, as we said. If it was 100 to start with, it grew to 200. It's it's a mass of humanity over there, and I, I can't quite figure out what all the shiny things are down in the grass. I'll give you, yeah. Can, can you, give you. Yeah, clean your binoculars off. What what do you see over there? It's, it's not Easter eggs. Lay, laying on the berm. They continue to pile up over there like a snowdrift. But, uh, yeah, a huge number of people over there on the uh, on the berm watching this ball game take place. 59-10 to 10 is the score. Hastings is trailing. Here's the kickoff. Broncos will down the ball in the end zone. Yeah, it's probably not school property over there. Somebody owns that, and somebody's having a big old party for all of his friends. Yeah. You can do what you want over there, and they are. Well, they were they were partaking in some uh, beverages out in the parking lot earlier today. So. Yeah, there must not be a real must not be a real rule around this place. Now we've been around to enough schools. We know that we know that takes place. So. All right, so Hastings College has got the ball back. Don't go away. You're, who knows what we're going to talk about here in this uh, it, second it, half. It could get good. We've got a whole other quarter uh, yeah. left to go yet. So 
We can get into the good stuff here in the fourth quarter. It's 59-10. to 10. Hastings College is trailing. Sam Diego stays out there for Hastings. Throws the ball on the near side. It's going to be incomplete. Intended receiver over here for Hastings was Jaden Sanchez. Sam Diego throws that one a little wide of the target. It is second down and 10 yards to go for Hastings with the ball in their own 25-yard line. Cruz, he's thrown 30 passes today. Has completed a little over half of them, just 82 yards for uh, Samaniego. This is the GPAC Offensive Player of the Week from a week ago against uh, Briarcliff. He had a fantastic performance, but a little different competition level the Cruz is going against today. Samaniego is going to uh, run the football across the uh, 25 to the 30, and he's run out of bounds. Cruz Samaniego calls his own number again as he takes it around the left end, and he's run out of bounds on the far side. He brings it to the 30-yard line. And the high school ranks would have the running clock right now. We, we fortunately don't have that here in the college football. That is 6-14 to play in the third. 59-10 is the score. The third-ranked Mustangs out on top of Hastings College. Broncos getting a, a field goal here in this quarter, and then they got a, a touchdown in the first half of play. Sam Diego took it in from four yards out. No, he threw a touchdown pass to a... Rashid Schamberger for the touchdown. There's Sam Diego again running the football. He didn't go far as he brings the ball. Actually, a yard or so lost in the play. And he seems off the punt to go three plays and out. Yeah, pass, or a pass protection broke down there. Just nowhere to go. He tried to uh, use his feet and get loose up the middle. They bring him down again. That's the fourth sack of the afternoon. And for the Morningside defense, that is uh, 14 of them. On the season, now they're going to get the football back. Bockle in to punt this ball away. He gets it away from about the 15-yard line, high in the air. They signal for a fair catch. They make it back here at about the 42-yard line, and that's where Morningside will start. So Morningside back on the field here. It's a 3-3 ball game so far here in the second half. Now, if you're looking at quarters, we got to wipe the scoreboard away. We've got to just go at it quarter by quarter and... So far, so good. I wish we could do that. So Trent Solzma, well, let's see. We're going to have, might have even a, nope, Solzma comes back out as he trots out there, the freshman quarterback. The backup quarterback for Morningside in relief of Ryan Kasdorf, who's probably finished for today. So Trent Solzma on a first down and 10 from his own 42-yard line. He backs up, wants to throw. He steps up, being pressured. He's going to run across the 45 to the 50, and he slides down at the 50-yard line. Tackle is made by Justin Stagmeyer as he hops on the back of Solzma. That was a pickup of about eight yards on the play, and the quarterback scramble there right to the midfield stripe here at Elwood Olsen Stadium. Second down and two yards to go. Morningside runs a man in motion. They're going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Dvorak, and he's going to be stopped in the backfield, and down he goes back here at the 48-yard line. Getting through there for Hastings was Casey Malafua. Malafua, the senior from Lincoln North Star, drops him for a loss of a couple of yards back here to the 48-yard line. Malafua, the big uh, touchdown run uh, last week off of a fumble. Haven't called his name a whole lot today. Third down and four yards to go. Morningside with the ball on her own 48-yard line. Solzma, quick little throw. It's going to be incomplete. Trying to get the ball to Jason Vanderkui. It's off of his fingertips, and now Morningside will have to punt on fourth down. So fourth and four. Hastings holds Morningside again to a punt. Hastings will get the ball back 
It's 59 to 10. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings. Four minutes and 21 seconds to play in the third quarter here this afternoon. Hastings will back up here to the 15-yard line. The punter is Spencer Wyatt for Morningside. Good kick. Clancy signals for the fair catch. He makes it here at the 13-yard line. And Hastings College offense comes back out on top. Comes back on the field here. 38-yard kick there by Spencer Wyatt. Hastings College will play Northwestern next Saturday at the Osborne Sports Complex, the third of four home games for the Broncos this season. Kickoff is going to be at 1 o'clock next week. We'll have the Tony Harper pregame show at 12 o'clock noon here on 12.30 KHIS. High school stuff next Friday night. Our game of the week is going to pit Hastings St. Cecilia up against the Sutton Mustangs. That one will be at Duncan Field in Hastings. Coverage begins Friday night at 6 here on 12.30 KHIS. Hastings back out there. First down and 10 for the 14-yard line. Here's a handoff here. It's going to go to uh, Devontae Knight. He's going to be run out of bounds here close to the 20-yard line. Running about is going to be Christian Walker. So their first-string defense is still out there for Morningside. Devontae Knight has run out of bounds here at the 20, so we'll give him a pickup of about six yards in the play. Second down and four yards to go for Hastings. Three minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Morningside comfortably ahead of Hastings this afternoon, 59-10. to 10. Two wide receivers split to the left side of the formation. Samadiego waiting for the ball here. A couple of guys in the backfield. They're going to hand the ball away across the 20, out to about the 23-yard line. That should be very close to a first down. Davante Knight carrying the ball there for Hastings College. Tackle is made in there by Morningside's Jason Lumpkus is into the ball game now. Another sophomore from Dakota Dunes. So Lumpkus getting a tackle there for the Mustangs. But now before Hastings picks up a first down to the 24-yard line. First down and 10 for the Broncos. Ray Bars now in the backfield with Darvante Knight. Bars is going to fake the ball to him. Now they're going to pitch the ball back to Darvante. He's in trouble, but he gets away back up to the 25-yard line. Morningside had him hemmed in back here at the 20. Logan Rosenblum, he missed a tackle back there at the 20-yard line, and Davante Knight scores forward back up to the 25. So give him a pickup of one, a lot of running there for one yard. Yeah, Davante, a, a shifty little guy, able to accelerate and decelerate uh, pretty quick and can stop on a dime. Lucky just to get across the line of scrimmage. He's uh, 11 carries and 35 yards here in this ballgame for Davante. Second down and nine yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 25-yard line. Sam and Diego waiting for the snap again. They fake the bump. They're going to hand it away to Darvante, and this time he's going to be ridden down. Tries to take it off a right tackle, and he runs right in to uh, Jason Lumpkus again. That's going to be a loss of a, about a couple of yards in the play. As they bring the ball back here to about the 23-yard line, it's going to bring up a third down. Third down and 12 now. Boy, and the penetration off the left side of the formation was tremendous. There was three guys to meet. Knight there, as soon as he got the handoff from Salman Diego, brought him down for a couple-yard loss. Big third down and 11 call here. Ball at the 23-148 left here in the third quarter. Barnes in the backfield now for Hastings College in this third down play. Morningside shows blitz. Here they come. Salman Diego throws the ball down the far side. It's going to be overthrown and nearly intercepted. Christian Walker almost got the interception there. Johnson was the intended receiver for Hastings. So a long pass down the left sideline is incomplete. 
That brings up a fourth down situation now. Fourth down and still about 12 yards to go. He sees the ball on their own 24-yard line. So it's going to be Berg dropping back deep in punt formation or in to grab this one. Back from Morningside. Brent Buckman is also back there. Back to the far side. Baco gets the ball on the snap. Here's the kick. Again, it's angled to the far side. It's going to bounce at the 48. Takes a Hastings bounce across the 40. That along the sideline, 35. It's going to be blown dead here at the 33-yard line. So that's a kick of about 41 yards there by Brandon Bockel after consecutive punts of 16 and 18 yards. And now the Morningside offense comes back out here as this game continues to lug along here in the second half. A couple of field goals. One for each team here since halftime. Hastings hitting on a 42-yard field goal from Nikki G. Brett Cochran Bray came back with a 24-yard field goal from Morningside. That's been the only scoring so far here in the second half of play. It's 59-10. Morningside has got the lead with their second and third teamers now out there offensively. Solzma has got the ball. He wants to throw. Solzma cranks up, throws the ball downfield. He's got a man out here. It's grabbed with a 20-15-10-5 touchdown. Tanner Versteg got behind the Broncos secondary again. That was Clancy back there for Hastings. 68-yard touchdown pass. And we told you that Morningside, they'll keep their foot on the accelerator. 68-yard touchdown pass, and now it's 65-10 to 10 in favor of the Stings. 322 yards now for the two quarterbacks in this ball game, and touchdown passes of 64, 25, and 68. They've had run touchdown runs of 65, 34, 1-1. One one. They've uh, had some big, big plays here today, and they tack on another six. We're almost to 70. All right, here comes the uh, extra point coming up here for uh, Morningside. It is up there. It is good, so the PAT is good. A 68-yard touchdown pass. The third one of the season, Trent, Trent Solzma, the backup quarterback. And Morningside's got the lead over Hastings. The score is Morningside 66, Hastings College 10. You might have played in the NBA. You might have served as an undersecretary of agriculture or an assistant secretary of state, a chief justice of the Nebraska Supreme Court, or a world-famous mathematician. If you are, you might be a Hastings College alumni. Former Broncos populate some of the highest positions in the most prestigious areas of endeavor. Many of them are still in touch. We're asking you to stay in touch. Support Hastings College. Log on to Hastings.edu and click on the Alumni Friends and Giving link. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here in Sioux City today. All morning side. 66 to 10. Morningside Mustangs have the lead. They're scoring a 68-yard touchdown pass in their last series there. Trent Solzma to Verstey, Tanner Verstey. And again, the wind blows the ball off of the tee. One minute, 12 seconds to play in this one. I think you put the order in for dinner and we'll move on huh? well forget, we could forget that we even came up here good we may want to stop across the street they're going to need a pitchfork over there to yeah they got a lot of they've got a lot of uh well, I, cans the salvage yard would someone that collects aluminum would really love the oh, uh beating around the bush they're drinking beer over there <laughs> that's what they're doing here comes the run up on the boot 
Hastings will field this one at the two-yard line. Darvante Knight has got it. He's at the five to the ten-yard line. Fifteen stumbles forward to about the 17-yard line. So Hastings again starting uh, within their own 20-yard line. We'll put it down at the 17. Yeah, don't beat around the bush. Our listeners are not dumb. They're over there drinking beer and enjoying a nice Saturday afternoon here in Sioux City with temps hanging out here close to 80 degrees. Yeah, well, couldn't ask for anything better. I know, gorgeous day. Sun's been shining very brightly and starting to get to the point where we're going to get a little shade in here. That's a very hot press box here, shining right in here. But great view. Bronco offense back on the field. Minute six left to go here in the third quarter. And we're going to have uh, Jason Gaines in there now, quarterback for Hastings. He hands them all away to uh, Fowlers. He brings the ball across the 20 out to the 22-yard line. So Sam and Diego is now on the sidelines. Jason Gaines back out there for Hastings. Gaines started the first two ball games for Hastings. In fact, they played the first two and a half games. Sam and Diego got his first playing time in the second half of the Dome ball game, and we've seen the Jason Gaines very little since then. But now Jason Gaines out there for Hastings College running the offense. It is second down and eight yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 21-yard line. Gaines backs up, throws it near side. It's going to be caught here across the 25 out to about the 28-yard line. That's Kaleo Buckman, the tight end. Buckman, the uh, junior of Greenwood Village, Colorado. going to be close to the first down stakes as he gets it up to the 28. It's going to bring up a third down in about two. Third down and two for Hastings College. And that's going to be the final play of quarter number three. So three quarters in the books here this afternoon. Go to the fourth and final quarter. It's all Morningside. The Mustangs have the lead. It's Morningside 66. Hastings College 10. You're listening to Bronco Football at 1230 KHAS. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. 1230 KHAS. We head to the fourth and final quarter homecoming day today here in Sioux City. Morning sign out on top of Hastings, 66 to 10. Third quarter numbers brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill of Hastings, home of the 699 lunch special, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for 21.99 through three quarters. As expected, the Morningside offense nearing their average, 534 total yards, 212 on the ground, 322 through the air. For the Broncos, 90 on the ground, 89 through the air, 179. Broncos with 12 first downs, Morningside with 10, and the Broncos got a third and one call. All right, Hastings moving from our right to our left here in the fourth quarter. Here's Gaines. He throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Gaines kind of fumbled his snap back there. He picked it up, and he had a lot of pressure coming up there. Right up the pipe, and Jason Gaines just throws it to the near sideline. That was Nate Pohl getting in there for Morningside. Or Nate Pale getting in there for Morningside to apply the pressure. So Hastings will have to punt. They can't convert on a third down and one. Hastings with the ball on their own 28-yard line. Brandon Bockle back out there for Hastings to do the punting chores. Just underway here in the fourth quarter. It's 66-10. 
Hastings is trailing here in the ball game. Fielded here at the 35 and then dropped. Fielding the ball there from Morningside was uh, Buckman. And Hastings right down there on, on special teams and knock him down. So Morningside has got the ball back. They'll start this drive somewhere around the 35-yard line. Hastings College in Northwestern next Saturday here on 1230 KHIS. Their time will be at 12 o'clock noon. The kickoff will be at 1 o'clock at the Osborne Sports Complex. Hastings College playing the Red Raiders of Northwestern. Solzma stays in there at quarterback. Handoff straight ahead. New running back there across the 40-yard line out to about the 43. That's going to be uh, Dante Anderson. Jeremiah Ruby, Jeremiah Ruby carrying the ball. Jeremiah Ruby, they got double numbers, and this guy was listed as a defensive back, but Jeremiah Ruby is with the ass on the PA system. Ruby again gets the uh, call here across the 45 to the 50 inside Bronco territory to the 48-yard line. So Jeremiah Ruby carrying the ball there from Morningside. That's going to be another first down. And we're going to get everybody, and uh, Steve Ryan's working on uh, his coaching staff's going up and down the line trying to get guys loosened up here. And another carry by Ruby right up the middle. Gets into the secondary for Hastings College. Going to pick up close to 12 yards, get the football down to about the 36-yard line. So blood in the water. They're not going to lay down. Boil the water? Blood in the water like sharks. Boil the water for what? What are we boiling water for? (laughs) Here's Solzman. He's going to throw it near side. He's going to be caught here at the 32. Breaks away down to the 25, down to the 24-yard line. Grabbing the ball there is going to be uh, Zach Nicky. Zach Nicky gets the reception there. Another first down at the Bronco 24. 66 to 10, and they're playing like they're behind 66 to 10. I know it. Wide receivers left and right. Here's Solzman. He's going to hand the ball away. Inside the 25, down to about the 22-yard line. That's another running back in there for uh, Morningside. They're running him in right and left, gang. That's going to be uh, and that's going to be Cody Backwell. Blackwell. Now the PA guy is so messed up, he doesn't know what's going on either. Cody Blackwell gets the uh, carry there for Morningside. Yeah, they've got about a hundred and what. 20 or so, 120 dress for this ball game, I would say, down here on the sidelines. Everybody anxious to get into their homecoming game here tonight. They bring the ball to the uh, 40-yard line and another running play. 12 minutes and 45 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. This game was a game for about 28 seconds. Yeah, Morningside scored 28 seconds into the ball game, and Hastings has had no answer. Yeah, from there on out, it was uh, nothing but a track meet like, uh, like usual to be. 12 consecutive wins against Hastings College. Third down and about six yards to go from the Hastings 20. Solzma wants to throw, and they blow this one dead. Illegal procedure call here on Morningside, so the second and third teamers getting in there with Solzma, the backup quarterback. I haven't taken a whole lot of rumps here. They got a five-yard penalty. That's going to bring him back to the 25-yard line. Third down and about 11 yards to go. Clock is running. We got 12 minutes and some change left here. And now Morningside will send trips out wide to the left side. Third down and about 11 from the Hastings College 25. Trent Solzmo waiting for the snap here. 
Solzman has got it. He backs up. Here comes some pressure. They drop it away. Man's wide open at the 25-20-15 and spilled down at the 10-yard line. They get the ball down there. That's a Jeremiah Ruby. Got a little screen pass. Tackle finally made by Austin Rowat of Hastings. That was a touchdown-saving tackle as he was heading toward the goal line. Now Morningside has got the ball down here at the Hastings College 10-yard line. Wide receivers left and right again. Here's a handoff. Dancing it was hey, Ruby takes the ball to about the nine. They'll pick up a one yard in the play by uh, Ruby. Told you in the pregame show they had 19 guys touch the ball for receptions so far this season. They got a, a plethora of wide receivers. They've got 10 guys who have had a rushing attempt. So we're going to see... Plenty more here. We're going to have a second down situation. Second down here from Morningside. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 10. Hastings uh, College had an injured player there. They had to help off Austin Bogner. He does get up and go off under his own power. Here they fake the ball to Ruby. Solzma gets rid of it. Pass complete. Now at the five-yard line. Chet Willer in on the uh, reception there for Morningside. He is brought down at the five-yard line of Hastings. Uh, the Mustangs are looking to go over the 70-point total. Be the second straight season they've scored 70 points plus on, so they can uh, stick it in the end zone here. Well, they're not going to get to that 900-yard mark as they did last year, but they're going to be well over 600 here in a minute. Waiting for the snap, Trent Solzman now directing some traffic out there. Two wide receivers split out to the left side. He's looking that way. In fact, comes back the other way, and it's going to be incomplete. Was looking left, threw it right. The intended receiver there was uh, Chet Willer. That's going to be wide of the target. That's going to bring up a fourth down situation. And why would you kick a field goal? Why would you send your field goal team out? It is 66-10. to 10. Hey, you may need them late in the game. It's 10 minutes to go in the game and some change. They're going to kick a field goal here. Brent Cochran Bray back out here. This will be a 23-yard field goal attempt for Brent Cochran Bray. They're waiting for the snap. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick is going to be good. So they get a 23-yard field goal in the fourth quarter. 10 minutes and 22 seconds to play in the ball game. We'll take a break with a score of Morningside 69, Hastings College 10. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth and Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at Elwood Olson Stadium in Sioux City, Iowa today. Morningside scored 28 seconds into the ball game in their second offensive play. And they have not looked back. This has been a long afternoon today. 69 to 10 is the score. Morningside has got the lead over Hastings College. Boy, it does seem like we've been up here a long, long time. Unofficially, Morningside now right at 600 total yards of offense in this ballgame. 
And that's not a lot because they had not over 900 a year ago. Yeah, 914 set a national record against us last year. 914 total yards last year in the ball game against Hastings. Venus last year 76 to 14. It's now 69 to 10. Here's the kickoff. Broncos got to get on top of it, and it is a special teams mistake. Morningside has got the ball at the Hastings 23. The ball was running wild down here. Hastings didn't uh, get up there to handle the thing. That's a live ball. Hastings was slow getting on top of it. Morningside rushes down there to cover up the ball. They recover it, and now Morningside has got the ball at the Hastings College 23. How much trouble can a football team have in a season on special teams? The Broncos have had an awful year on special teams, and that was Jake Fowler, an experienced guy back there, but he just allowed the ball to land. The kickoff was into the wind. He allowed it to land at about the 20-yard line, and it had some backspin on it. Jake wasn't able to get to the football. That's a live ball, and uh, hello. Morningside's got the football, and it'll be uh, Salsma trotting on the field. Rubio B's back right behind him, 69-10, to 10-22 left to go. Ruby's going to get a handoff here straight up the pipe as he bring it across the 20 to the 19. Jake Fowler got a greeting from head coach Tony Harper in the far sideline. Then when Tony was done with him, he got a greeting from special teams coordinator Dave Kamara. So a little greeting there for Jake Fowler on the far sideline. And if you know uh, Coach Kamara, I'm sure it wasn't a friendly meeting. Second down and seven yards to go. The ball is down here at the Hastings College 20, so the Broncos continue to have problems out there against this third-ranked team in the country. 69-10 to 10 is the score. Here's a running play again to Ruby. Slides through one tackler, and he's buried here at about the 23-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Justin Stagmeyer for Hastings College defensively. A loss of about a yard in the play. It's third down and 10 yards to go. Line of scrimmage is the 23-yard line. Nine minutes and 28 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter following the ball game. We'll have our player of the game, and we'll have our coach's post-game show unless Tony escapes out the, the back entrance. He's got the bus already pointing out the It's out already the pointing out the driveway, yeah. It's third down and 10 yards to go. Morning side with the ball at the Hastings College 23, trying to cash in on the Hastings College fumble on the kickoff return. There's Stolzman. He backs up again, surveys. Now he's going to run the ball. He's across the 20, hemmed in at the uh, 20-yard line, and he's dropped right there. Oh, Solzma trying to make something happen. Now we got a late penalty flag coming in. Solzma is down there at the 20, and the Broncos maybe grabbed a face mask there. Solzma getting up and readjusting his, uh, his headgear. Penalty flag is down at the 20-yard line. That would be short of a first down by a bunch. Unless the Broncos are going to be penalized here. A penalty flag is down as Solzma went down to the 20-yard line. Here comes the personal foul. It's going to be a face mask call in Hastings. First down, Morningside. Well, they were setting up to send in the field goal unit yet again. They had them, they had them ready. I was waiting for your reaction on that. Now they've got life again with a first and goal. Actually, spotted down just outside the 10. Right at the 10, I guess. Looking to match their score from a year ago. Yeah. 76-14 last year. It's now 69-10. to 10. First down goal to go. Follow the 10. That's going to be a first and goal officially from the 10-yard line. Ruby's going to get the call. Looks inside. Breaks it outside. He crashes forward down here. 
Around the hash marks here on the near side, down to about the six-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Jacob Tarr for Hastings. Second down and goal from the Hastings College six-yard line. Clock is running, eight minutes and ten seconds to play. And this thing this afternoon from Sioux City, 69 to 10. So Hastings is going to fall to one and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, two and four in the season after this one. Morningside will improve to four and zero oh in the conference and five and one overall, ranked number three in the latest NAIA poll. There's another running play straight up the gut there across the 20. They dropped the football. I think the Broncos are on top of it at the six yard line. Hastings coming out of there with a football. Tyler Cavan was carrying the ball. No, that's uh, the guy who the guy who was carrying the ball was uh, Cody Blackwell. And the guy coming out of there with the ball for Hastings was Alex Allen. Yeah, so uh, Blackwell was carrying the ball from Morningside. He coughs the ball up at the six-yard line. And right there for Hastings was Alex Allen, a reserve defensive back. A 5-foot, 11-inch, 190-pounder out of Grand Island coming out of there to uh, make the fumble recovery. So now Hastings College has got the ball back deep in their own territory as they avoid any potential scoring opportunity there. There's a Jason Gaines has got the ball. He hands it away to Anthony Cloyd, who's into the ball game now. Cloyd seeing his first playing time. Here's a running back. Hours his way out to the 10-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Morningside's defense. And making the stop, we've got Christian Probst. Probst, a defensive lineman, six foot two, 235 pounds, a freshman out of Sioux City. So now we're seeing some Anthony Cloyd in the backfield for Hastings. We got seven minutes and ten seconds to play here. This one, Cloyd again. Yes, the uh, carry across the ten to the fifteen to the seventeen yard line. So back-to-back carries there for Cloyd. Tackle again is made by Christian Brobst for the Morningside Mustangs. That's a first down for the Broncos as they've inched the ball out here to about the eighteen yard line. Thirteen first downs today for Hastings College. A couple of nice runs. Anthony Cloyd, a uh, much bigger back than Fowler. And uh, obviously, Darvante Knight. Darvante, not uh, not a very big guy at all, but Cloyd, uh, more of a powerful back in there. A couple nice runs, 13 yards, two carries. He got the football out to the 18-yard line. Came to Hastings College as a quarterback out of the Omaha Metro. They switched him to a running back here during the, the offseason, and he gets the carry again as he brings the ball up to a 29-yard line. So Anthony Cloyd with three straight carries there. Upsetting him for defensively is uh, Brent Buckman, who's into the ball game now for Morningside. But Hastings picks up a first down. Well, Cloyd, Cloyd running hard. He gets out in the secondary, and you got to think even as late in the game as it is right now, you're everybody's auditioning for a uh, for a role. Yeah, know what your role is. First. Yeah, yeah. First down and ten. Hastings on the ball in their own thirty-yard line. We approach the uh, six-minute mark here in this one. There's a Cloyd again carrying the ball across the 30 to the 33-yard line. Anthony Cloyd carrying the ball four straight times there. Luke Gruders. Down on the stop there from Morningside. A reserve linebacker from Rock Rapids, Iowa. Anthony Cloyd getting a workout here. Four straight carries for Hastings. He's moved the ball out to the 34-yard line. Cloyd with another good carry. He'll be the leading ball carrier for Hastings College here in this ballgame. That says something about a rushing attack today. Yes, yeah, not very good. 
Jason Gaines in there for Hastings. Here's Anthony Croy. This time he's going to be met in the backfield, and down he goes. A loss back here at the 30-yard line. The Morningside showing a little steam right there as they come with a little bit of pressure. Tackle is made there by Caden McDonald, a reserve linebacker for Morningside from Logan, Iowa. Now it's going to bring up a third down and 10 situation. Five minutes and two seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Hastings Challenge is trailing here in this one. 69 to 10. Be a long bus trap, uh, bus trip back to Hastings. Third and ten. Hastings will spread the field now. Wide receivers left and right. Jason Gaines waiting for the snap. He's got one man in the backfield just to his left. Jason Gaines gives the ball away to Cloyd, and Cloyd stumbles across the 30 out to the 34-yard line. And Hastings now looking at a fourth down situation. Fourth down and about six yards to go. Fourth down. Hastings will punt the football away here. A 69-10 ball game. wonder how pleasant it is riding home with Coach Harp after you take a defeat such as this. Probably not a lot is said in the old bus. Yeah, I can't imagine. We've, we've walked by the team after some losses, and it's a pretty quiet. An eerie sight. Pretty quiet atmosphere. All right, Hastings going to punt again. Here's a buckling. gets away a pretty good kick. Comes to the near side, fielded back here at the 18-yard line, back to the 15, and that's where we're going to drop him back there. That's Buckman returning the punt, but he didn't go far. He's throwing back here, and that's where Morningside will start on the 16-yard line. We've got football here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com. Internet streaming brought to you by Hastings College. Challenge yourself, inspire greatness. Hastings does that. You can find out more. Just log on to www.hastings.edu. Now I think we're going to see our third quarterback out there. Yes, we are. The third stringer now out there for Morningside. Across the 15 to the 20-yard line. So another new quarterback out there. This is going to be Zach Yonk. So Zach Yonk, six foot, two hundred pound sophomore out of La Vista, Nebraska, is now the quarterback here for Morningside. Now we got an injured Bronco back here at the fifteen yard line. So we got an injury timeout here for uh, Hastings College. Uh, injured Bronco back here at the fifteen yard line. We'll take a quick break. Three minutes and thirty eight seconds to play in quarter number four. The score is Morningside sixty nine, Hastings College ten. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Val and Joel say let's make a deal on the best top quality late model vehicles at Kirshner's Auto Corner. Deals this week, a 2015 Nissan Altima and a 2015 Dodge Challenger SXT. They're great buys at Kirshner's Auto Corner, Colorado and South Street, Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Taylor Hall is the injured player for Hastings. He gets up under his own power and walks to the sideline. Hall, a defensive lineman for the Broncos, 6'5", 245-pound junior out of Millard South. Three minutes and ten seconds to play here in this one. Clock is running as Morningside gets up to the line of scrimmage. Maybe a second down situation here. Second down and about four yards to go. Yonk is the quarterback, the third stringer in there now for Morningside as he hands the ball away. Crashing across the 25 out to the 
26-yard line. That's Jeremiah Ruby carrying the ball there. He gets the first down to the 30-yard line. I think the PA announcer is just as confused as the rest of us. As Morningside is deep, deep into their, uh, their three and four deep here in this ballgame. The third-string quarterback is out there now for Morningside, Zach Yonk. We're down to two minutes and 27 seconds to play in this one. We've got the player of the game coming up in the coach's post-game show. And Bailey Crow will be along. He'll have all the scores from across the G-Pack. They should all be final by now, with the exception of the night game tonight. That features Briar Cliff and Midland. All the scores from across the nation and NCAA college football coming up as well in the, the fifth quarter tonight. Morning sign picks up. Well, let's see. They get the ball to the 29-yard line. No gain in that last play. So it's second down in 10. Inside two minutes to play now. The more side is just uh, running time here. They're going to get out of here with a victory 69-10 to 10 is the score right now. Morningside is running the clock here. In fact, they look at the play clock in the end zone. Now Yonk is going to set the boys down here. Wide receivers left and right. Second down and 10 from the 29-yard line. Ruby again gets the call, and he's going to be stopped in the backfield. Their yard is so lost by Ruby. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College in making the stop. For the Broncos was Tyler Murphy, who's under the ball game now, the defensive line. Tyler Murphy getting the tackle, a loss of two yards in a play. Second down, actually third down it should be. Third down and 12 yards to go. A minute and nine seconds to play here in this one. So Hastings is going to drop to one and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference with another tough one coming up next week. The Red Raiders from Moyne City, Iowa, will be in town to take on Hastings a one o'clock start next Saturday. Airtime will be at 12 o'clock noon with the Tony Harper pregame show. There's another nice defensive play, but a penalty flag comes flying in. A knockdown Ruby in the backfield back here at the 25-yard line, but a penalty flag comes down. So we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a penalty here against Morningside. Hastings is going to decline that. It's going to bring up a fourth down situation as Broncos got. A stop there on defense. Leo Waiio getting the uh, the tackle there for Hastings. Back in the 25-yard line. Fourth down now for Morningside. Spencer Wyatt comes back out. He's going to punt. Clock is running. We're down to 30 seconds to play. Hastings will drop a couple of guys back deep here at about the 32-yard line. Clancy is back there. Now we got whistles sounding here. And we've got time a, out. a timeout. Hastings. What? I, other than maybe a player too short, why would you call a timeout? 23 seconds to play in the football game. We'll take a break. It is Morningside 69, Hastings College 10. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
All right, back here in Sioux City. It's fourth down. Fourth down, 14 yards to go. Ball sitting at the 25-yard line of Morning Side. 69-10. Morning Side with a 59-point lead here in this one. Here comes the kick. Hastings will field it at the uh, 44-yard line, and he falls down on his own. That's Jordan Clancy. Came up to field it. Jimmy Ryan at the 44, and his feet came out from under him, and he falls to the seat of his pants. So he seems well have it at the 44, maybe a play here or two on the 16-yard line. Well, we look at the morning side, now probably going to get the football back. They're going to end right up around 600 total yards in this ball game. Pretty good performance today, 69 points on the board. And the Broncos uh, going to be a little over 200 total yards of offense. That's Jason Gaines. He hands them all the way to Bars. He's back in there. Bars brings it to the 50-yard line. That's probably going to be all she wrote here as the teams all head to the center of the field in a, like a disappointing effort for Hastings College in this afternoon. Broncos fell behind early, Jimmy. Got behind early in the ball game and really never recovered in this one. I think Tony's going to be disappointed with the, the effort the guys put out there today as they fall to... The Morningside Mustangs, the final score, Morningside 69, Hastings College 10. You're listening to Bronco Football and 1230 KHAS. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. 1230 KHAS. Up morning sign scores 28 seconds into the ballgame. They scored in their second offensive play of the contest on a 65-yard touchdown from Tyler Cavan. And on to a 7 to nothing lead at the 14-32 mark. And by the end of the first quarter, the Mustangs had scored four times. Got to a 28 to nothing lead at the end of one quarter. Morningside led at the halftime by the margin of 49 to 7. It was 56 to 7 at the end of three quarters. And then uh, actually it was 56 to 7 at halftime. Yeah, 56 to 7 at halftime. And 66 to 10 after three quarters, and just a 22-yard field goal from Morningside in the fourth quarter of play. And the final again, 
this afternoon. Morningside 69 at Hastings College 10. Final game numbers brought to you by Rival Sports Bar and Grill, home of 699 daily lunch specials, daily drink specials, and on Husker and Bronco game days, get a large specialty pizza and domestic pitcher for $21.99. Unofficially in the ballgame for Morningside, I get over 600 yards. 628 is what I come up with for Morningside. 354 through the air, 274 on the ground. That 274 on the ground was on 31 carries the two quarterbacks today for Morningside combined for 17 of 28 passing 354 yards three touchdowns and one interception Kasdorf by the way threw for 214 yards today in that first half he did not see any action in the second half and thank goodness we didn't need him in there leading ball carrier today for uh, Morningside was Tyler Cavan Cavan just an unbelievable day every time he touched the football he took it in the end zone so four carries four touchdowns and 101 yards for Cavan on the afternoon. For Hastings College in the game, the two quarterbacks, uh, Samaniego and Gaines, combined for 15 of 33 today, 89 yards. Cruz threw a touchdown and also an interception in the ball game. 45 carries for Hastings College, 127 yards, so 210 of total offense in the ball game. 14 first downs for Hastings in the game. Anthony Cloyd ends the game with Five carries and 27 yards. Darvante Knight, 12 carries, 33 yards. And uh, Cruz will credit him with 16 carries and 55 yards. But, again, you knew coming in this was going to be a tall order. You just hoped you didn't give up some big plays. And, and uh, boy, we did. You go back and look over the numbers. We give up a 64-yard touchdown pass. We give up a 25-yard touchdown pass, a 68-yard touchdown pass. Second play from scrimmage went 65 yards for a touchdown. Then a, a few carries later, it was 34 yards for a touchdown. So too many big plays. Special teams woes again. We had troubles on special teams again. And then uh, defensively, Morningside gets a couple of touchdowns. The fumble on the far sidelines, and they return that. And then a, a pick six by Slager. And uh, just a tough afternoon for Hastings College, Elry Group. And, uh, again, uh, not as tough a competition next week, but they will be a handful uh, at Lloyd Wilson Field as we face Northwestern at 1 o'clock. 12 o'clock noon for the pregame show next Saturday here on 1230 KHIS. So, again, Morningside wins it over Hastings College this afternoon. Final score is 69-10. to 10. Morningside improves to 4-0 now in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They are 5-1 and one overall. Hastings will drop to one win and four losses in the conference. They are now 2-4 and four on the season. So again, Morningside wins it today over Hastings. Final score of 69-10. to 10. Stay tuned. We've got the player of the game coming up next in the Coach's Post Game Show. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Play-by-Play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Stay tuned. Our Bronco football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show. Your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth in Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, Affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. 
As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels Downtown Hastings. The Player of the Game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMove. For all of your insurance needs, see Marty at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. So again, Morningside Dock South Hastings College this afternoon here in Sioux City. Final score of 69-10. to This is the Player of the Game on 1230 KHS. And the Broncos with a tough day offensively here today. Scoring just 10 points against a very good Morningside defense. He seems on defense getting uh, some good play here today from Alex Gilden, as usual, and Wesley Jardine. They're being close to the uh, top of the tackle charts here today. Kelly McBride also doing a good job for uh, Hastings College today on the defensive side of the ball, although they give up uh, 69 points to the uh, Morningside Mustangs this afternoon. A couple of guys uh, with receptions on the offensive side of the ball. You had uh, Rasheed Schamberger getting a touchdown Reception here in the ball game today. Cruz Samaniego throwing a touchdown pass. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, we're here to make insurance simple through all stages of life. Knowing your loved ones will be taken care of can give you peace of mind, and you can count on your local Farm Bureau agent to help determine the amount of life insurance that's right for you. You already trust us to help protect your valuables. Now trust us to help protect what you value most, your loved ones. Call Marty DeMuth and Hastings today to see how we make insurance simple. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Securities and Services offered through FBL Marketing Services, LLC, Affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. Player of the game today for Hastings College is going to be Rashid Schamberger, the wide receiver for the Broncos, had four receptions, 39 yards, got a touchdown reception here today. So uh, Rashid Schamberger is going to be our player of the game. Schamberger scoring his second touchdown of the 2015 season here today. Four catches and 39 yards, but in a losing effort as Morningside blows out the Broncos for the second straight year. Final score today, Morningside 69 and Hastings College 10. Stick around. we got the coaches' postgame show coming up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. The player of the game is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services and Agent Marty DeMuth at 813 West 2nd Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. More postgame is coming up on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports. 1230 KHAS. Speed matters. With the kids back in school and the whole family online, keep everyone happy with wireless LTE internet from Glenwood. Research a school project on your iPad, on the home office computer, or using Wi-Fi to save minutes on your phone's data plan. It can all happen at once. Reliable speeds are available from 3 to 12 megabits. Glenwood offers local service and support with exceptional customer service. Update your internet today. Call 866-756-4746 or visit shopglenwood.net. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. This is the Coach's Post Game Show. Now let's go back to the field with Mike Will and Jimmy Purcell. All right, back here in Sioux City. Morningside beats Hastings today by the score of 69-10. to 10. As Hastings head coach Tony Harper joins us on the uh, post game. And let's just say uh, a rugged afternoon is all we can say. A rugged afternoon for us today. Yeah, it wasn't good. We didn't start off well at all. Um, defense comes out, and I don't know how many snaps they had in that first quarter but they pretty much scored a will um you know we didn't read our keys we missed too many tackles in that first half and uh, our offense was moving the ball though um in the first half but uh we didn't uh we didn't put up much of a fight in this first half at all yeah you, you talked about uh, not giving up big plays and right off the bat 28 seconds into the ball game uh, a simple play tyler cavan gets loose and goes uh, 65 yards for his score yeah we didn't get over the top we didn't get our right fit we were too flat instead of getting in our gap and going our backside inside linebacker flew over that they cut that back they worked hard in the a b gap and, uh, you know, we missed a tackle on the back end. It would have been a big game, but it still would have been a tackle. But you put an inside linebacker getting not getting his right fit, and then you put a safety, uh, have poor tackling technique, and, and that's what you're going to get. And then they uh, throw one over the top on us, a 64-yard touchdown, and he had a fumble that was uh, picked up on the far side, and they returned that for a touchdown, and bam, before you know it, it's uh, 21 to nothing, and we still had, what, three minutes to play in the first quarter. Yeah, that was the longest first quarter I've ever been a part of, except for last year's game. Um, you know, and down here on their big pass play, it was a double move play action pass, and, and we bit hard on it on the first move, and we didn't reconvene in our, in our strong safety. He flew down that alley, um, you know, but uh, that, that's that's on the ski, that's on me, and I got to do a better job of coaching those guys up. We give up a couple of those. It seems like uh, anytime they have a, a little hitch and a throw that we bite on it, and uh, those guys get behind us. I think it happened twice today. Yeah, and it, it's happened throughout the season, and I got to do a better job of coaching those guys and say, if you get a double move, we need to not worry about the pass interference. We need to drive through that man's hip, and instead of trying to avoid the pi, and I think that. You know, I, I'm coaching those guys, hey, man, we can't have a penalty. We can't have a penalty. Shoot, we'd rather have a penalty right there than give up that big play, and we just got to continue to read those hips and drive on the hips instead of being afraid to make that mistake. Hastings again uh, dropping this one, a 69-10 uh, decision to Morningside. Uh, really offensively, really not, never got anything going, did we, after that initial drive or two? You know, I thought they did some good things in that first half. I really did. Um, you know, I thought they were going in at halftime. They were confident. Um, I was confident in what those guys did. But we didn't, you know, we didn't carry over from the first half into the second half. But I thought, again, our offense made strides. This is, again, the third-ranked team in the nation. They, they are a good football team. But we lost a lot of one-on-one battles in the second half. You know, it's kind of the reverse of the, of the first half. You know, offense, I think, was playing very well. They had a great game plan. Those offensive coaches did a good job. And then we didn't, you know, we just didn't execute in the second half. And then defensively, we started executing a little bit better, uh, gave up some field goals. But uh, we, it's got to be four quarters when you're playing the third-ranked team in the nation. But I, I, I think our offensive coaches did a good job. I thought they had a great game plan. And we fell behind uh, 14 to nothing. And actually, we, we took the ball down the field and, mm-hmm. and had a field goal attempt. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, you could just tell, you, 
you know, you've got to score down there, don't you? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do. And, you know, I mean, I know that's that's coach speak and everything, but shoot, when you're playing the third-ranked team, the nation, you're on, It's I think it would have been a 41-yarder. Yeah. You got to come away with points, and we got we we trust Nikki G. It was just a bad kick on that snap. You know, he comes down here, he does a better job. Um, but you cannot leave the red zone without points. You just cannot do it. And I know that was a little on the edge of that, but the offense had a great drive, and we just it's a confidence builder. You know, we put points on. Yeah, it's fourteen to three or whatever. But the guys are like, okay, we can move this ball, and we were moving the ball. But we got to see points. You know, these guys they got to some, see something tangible. They got to see something instead of a zero up there on that board. Okay, we'll take a break and come back again. He sings dropping one to Morningside today, 69 to 10. We'll have more right after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. All right, back here in Sioux City. Again, Hastings drops one here this afternoon to uh, Morningside. Saw a lot of folks in the uh, ball game today uh, talking about some of the new guys that we saw out there. Anybody really opening the ice for you today? You know, I thought uh, Austin Bredding, defensive lineman uh, from Lincoln North Star, he's a guy, to be honest with you, that uh, was between us and Morningside. And Austin is going to be one heck of a football player. I mean, he's already running with our twos already. Saw some good things out of him. He made some tackles. He's just so athletic there. Nathan Howe from Carney Catholic, he, he got in. He's been moving steadily up the chart. Um, Dusty Nally, our outside line, he's been starting all year for us, but I thought he did pretty good. Um, on the offensive side of the football, you know, I thought Cruz made some good decisions. I think, you know, at times Cruz, you know, things were kind of flying at his face a little bit. But I think, again, Cruz is going to be very good. He is very good. Um, um, that was nice to see Farrow, uh, Farrow, uh, Malala, one of our offensive linemen. I think he did some good things there. Ray Bars ran the ball hard. Tayday was nice to see Tayday get some breaks there and some things like that. But we got We can't just have one or two guys on one play. We got to have all eleven on one play, or it doesn't work offensively, defensively, or special teams. But saw some young guys played a lot of young guys. Been playing a lot of young guys all year. But uh, you know, I think they're going to be getting better. So he's things uh, dropping this one again, sixty-nine to ten, kind of a. A disappointing day today. I thought uh, we could put up a bigger fight with this team this week. Well, you know, um, I, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, to be quite honest with you, I thought our kids finished the game. You know, it, I don't know what it was. It was a lot to a little at halftime. Um, I think they got one score on us, and then they kicked some field goals in the second half. Um, I think the character of this team, there was no quit, but we got to do a better job of of prepping these young men throughout the week and, and ultimately that falls on me whether it's special teams offense or defense that that's on me i got to set the practice schedules up so we can push these guys and give these guys more game-like experiences and say okay now we're down this is what we're going to get now we're up this is what we're going to get i have to re really reevaluate i'm not throwing anything out the window but we got to do a better week of practice preparation that's on me as the head coach and again we we have problems again on special teams mishandling a kickoff and uh, i know we talk about it about every week but again we have uh, problems on special teams today yeah um that's that's kind of happened throughout the season periodically um it's a lack of communication it's uh you know finer details um again that's something that, that uh I have to put those guys in during the week 
but we also at the same time have to under understand the situation um, but we're not going to understand the situation if I don't put him in that position during the week of practice. But we do have to get better. We have four more games this week, this year. Uh, we got four more games to improve. And, and, and now, now we're going to see what kind of character we are in the locker room, uh, in the coaches' offices. And we're going to hang our head. We're going to put our daubers down, or we're going to pick it up and be like, "Listen, guys, there were some good things. We're going to dwell on the negative, or we're going to fix the negative and get the positives even better." What, what can you pull out of this? What, what's the positives that we're going to start the, the practice week with? Well, I thought we, you know, we did some good things down here on the red zone um, defensively. Um, we kicked a good field goal by by Nikki G. Um, we saw Ray Bars run the football. You know, we, this should give us some confidence and run the football because Tayday he made a lot of yards on his own after the first contact. But we should have a little bit more confidence in running the football. We were throwing the football. We had some open receivers. We, we knew they were going to be there. We just got to make those plays. But the focus this week, and it's exactly what I told the guys in the locker room, listen, fellas, now, now's the character check, man. We, we can't walk around with our heads down. we got to learn from this. And, you know, I'm going to spin it. And I'm going to say there's things that we did good, there's things that we did bad, but we got to push these guys. I got to do a better job as a coach throughout the week preparing them for the opponent that we see on Saturday because the special teams mess up, that's on me. The missed tackling, that's on me, not focusing on that enough. And, uh, you know, like I said, we got four more, and I, these coaches are good coaches, these players are good young men, and we're going to get her fixed. Okay, we'll see you next week. All righty. Yep, Tony Harper, the uh, ouch. <laughs> head coach for uh, Hastings College as uh, we get away from here today. 69-10, to 10, the uh, final score as Hastings loses to a morning side. We'll take our final timeout. We'll be back right after this. See Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram for all your new and used vehicle needs. Stop in and test drive one of the new amazing vehicles we have in stock. Take advantage of the tremendous deals we have to offer, from the most awarded Jeeps to the great fuel mileage of the all-new EcoDiesel. Check us out online at GreatPlainsChryslerDodge.com, where the service is great and the deals are even better. Great Plains Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, North Highway 281, Hastings. So Hastings, uh, we're trying to regroup now, Jimmy. They head home, and we got another tough one next week as Northwestern will be in town 1 o'clock will be the uh, game time at the Osborne Sports Complex. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at uh, 12 o'clock noon. And I guess uh, regroup is uh, is the right word. Hastings will go back and uh, get back to the basics and see what we can come up with next week. Well, I'll tell you, you know, the, the positives that I get out of this and, and this season, you know, it's it's been a lackluster year. We've not played very well. But the amount of guys that we have gotten in there from freshman to sophomore and the guys that have got some experience, I think that's only going to make things obviously better in years to come. And Cruz, I think every game we see him play, although today wasn't a stellar game, that was a very good defense, he's making some good choices. He's not uh, making some mistakes. He's pulling the ball down, running when he needs to. And I like the way he's playing. He's got a good core of uh, receivers out there. But, you know, uh, boy, the, the scheduling doesn't get any easier. We play number three in the country today. Now, next week, we get to play the the uh, team that uh, usually finishes runner-up in this conference in Northwestern. We've got them at home. But, uh, again, it's uh, – Every win is going to be very valuable that the Broncos can get from here on out. So Hastings College uh, drops this with the morning sign today by the score of 69-10. to 10. We've got more coming up as Bailey Crow will join us next. He's got all the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today with the fifth quarter. That'll wrap things up from uh, Sioux City today for Jimmy Purcell. For Bailey Crow, I'm Mike Will wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Sioux City. You've been listening to the Coach's Post Game Show. 
Our Bronco football coverage continues with the fifth quarter. Coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS.